106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy, Philly. Bojean, it's Grandmaster B. And Hollywood Apple Snatch. Special guest, Mateo. What is up, my bro, bro, my sugar friend? Yeah. Mateo's back in the house. What Haven't up, seen this cat in a while. Ah, uh, just living, just living, I guess. What's we up, get... young blood? <laughs> we got pickled back. <laughs> Speaking of St. Patty's Day, we got pickled backs. <laughs> so what's good, Mateo? What's new? Well, uh, everything going good? Yeah, I've been picking up at work, so we're staying a lot busy, but I'm trying to follow along with my schedule and something new. I guess I got me a new dog, so that's kind of exciting. Yeah, Akita, right? Yeah, it's an Akita. Nice. What's what's an Akita? It's uh, it almost looks like a bear wolf. So, yeah, they get. You gotta pretty... show me a picture of this dude. Yeah, I'll show you. It's a, it's a female. Her name's Akila. Um, it's an Akita, and her name's Akila. But she's like the softest. You know, she's she's nice. She's very cool. You know, she's real relaxed. So. Was this uh, was this uh, Hollywood approved? Yeah. Yeah. It was almost yeah, like implemented. Did. How how <laughs> many how many uh. Dogs, you got there three now? Two. Two. The rot and her. Oh, I thought you, for some reason, I thought you had two dogs. Some oh. would say this decision was apple stamped. <laughs> <laughs> it must be approved by the I'd have to father. say that uh, Chapel was a little whiskered. <laughs> yeah. His mind was a little pickled. All right, Hollywood, what's good with you, man? How's your week? Oh, not, not too bad, man. We got St. Patty's Day coming up tomorrow. Yes, yes. A lot of things going on. Um, it's been a good week so far. Um, you know, pertain on everything that's going on with the world here, but uh, it's going by pretty fast. Um, podcast once again, here we are looking. Here we are, Colt 45 and two zigzags. Has anyone got a book on hand? Damn you, damn you. <laughs> by the way, that was rather good. Like I said, I, I listened to it, mm-hmm. and you know, my thoughts, which, which we all kind of had them thoughts that I didn't think was our strength, but listening to it, it didn't sound that bad. And I just think it's our characters that make it. It really does. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a good point. We all had our conversations, you know, quietly behind the scenes. We're always trying to put the best product out there. Yes. I think we're all, you know, very uh, entrenched and involved in this. And we want the best thing out there. So I appreciate everybody's feedback. And, you know, we always go back and try to provide the best product possible. And it's also 316 day. Damn you. Salud. Beers up, right? Cheers, boys. Thank yeah. you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Grandmaster B, how was your week, man? Good, man. I had to go take my dog to the vet today. Oh, everything okay? Yeah. Okay. Everything's I hope everything's okay. Look, he had like, uh, my dog Cooper, he had like a bump on his, uh, between his two, you know, his eyes. Kind of like getting like a little rhino bump there. And it just out of nowhere in the last, uh, you know, few days, it's gotten bigger. Hmm. So I was freaking out. So the vet said, yeah, bring him in. Um, he thinks it's a sinus infection. So sometimes the gland in the eye can get, you know, irritated. A little bit of build up. Mm. And, and, you know, it's it's hard like bone, but he yeah. said, you know, you know, fluid gets under there. So he gave him an antibiotic and uh, pretty much had my dog with me most of the day. It was like, bring your dog to work day. Oh, yeah. Nice. Every time I was trying, because my, my vet is an over an hour away from where I live. 
and I've had the same vet for 20 years, and uh, I don't really trust anybody else, you know. And yeah. that's my boy, you know, that's my puppy. Yeah, for I'm gonna sure. take good care of him. So, um, yeah, so that was an unexpected hundred dollars plus right there. But um, other than that, man, weather's changing, man. Oh, and I can't, but it feels like spring finally. Beautiful day today. You see the smiles out there. Everyone just gets so excited. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Wow, breath of fresh air. Like, here we go. Yeah, I called coming? Hollywood earlier just to make sure he was good to go. And he's like, boy, you sound a little pickled today. I said, man, the sun's out, you know, and I'm just smiling ear to ear. You know what I mean? Tomorrow's supposed to be close to 70. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. So for St. Patty's really Day. Today up, came man. unexpectedly. I, I knew that St. Patrick's Day was going to be 68, 70. And then today was like, wow, the sun's poking out. I'm taking my jacket off at work, and I'm mm. feeling good. Puts you in a good mood, don't it? Yeah. So in honor of St. Patty's Day, we all got a... Uh, bunch of irishmen we know some good fellas some good mates out there oh yeah sure shameless what about you you guys ever get out and get pickled for saint patty's day or no oh oh yeah i've done it a few times sure well look at that one we did at at, uh, matter of fact we were at dooley's me you remember we met pacquiao there oh that was me uh, you and cardo yeah that was a long time ago yeah that was sweet dude out in that tent me and my boy Matt, we closed down malone's over there on van dyke one uh one year that's a nice Um, one too i haven't been out for it in a long time though yeah, I went to the vintage hall a few years ago. Oh, I was off the hook, dude. It was crazy. Yeah, I know a good group going tomorrow. Um, you guys are, are you guys into corned beef? What's your favorite Irish food? Oh, yeah, I'd probably have to say the corned beef for Reuben. Yeah. But it's got to be stacked. I had one actually last week, and it was like, there's nothing on this. It's all bread. Mm-hmm. It's disappointing. That's the worst. B, you're a food guy. What's your favorite? I like, you know, corned beef, bangers. You know, it's kind of, it's, it's like an Irish sausage. I like the sound of it. <laughs> I like corned beef bangers, too. Does that like a good banger? <laughs> um, I'm not into, like, the shepherd's pie and all that kind of oh, stuff. Man, That's kind of like say. the mashed potatoes. And, oh, yeah, yeah. It's good, um, though. I like it. Yeah, I mean, you know, Irish food's good. Um, yeah, but I've been to a couple good... Uh, St. Patty's Day parties in my time. And, yeah, I've had some good ones. You know, man. I'm a cheap drunk now, dude. I'm three, four of these, man, and I need a helmet. Yeah. You know, I'm not <laughs> struggling. Well, it's a good week, too, because uh, you got NFL free agency. You got March Madness kicking off. So um, yeah. let's, let's not waste any time. Let's get into it. So, uh, did you guys get a chance to fill out your tournament bracket yet? Anybody? I'm not really into it this year. Me, I didn't know. This is a, I haven't done one, man. This was a popular thing on the radio. A lot of guys were saying it just seems like more of a thing in the past, but there's so many apps and like challenges now. They got like a million dollar challenge. Um, I did one online. You know what I mean? I I didn't, I thought about printing one out and doing that. I used to get in the pools and all that shit, but I don't know enough, you know what I mean, to really put some big money on it. I don't feel comfortable Mm -hmm. doing that anymore. It's college basketball. It's exciting. Obviously, everybody knows about it. But, you know, keeping up with so many different teams, it, it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. But like, like you're saying, as of right now, all these apps, that's the best way to go. You can put a 30-team parlay on and if, yep. if you put a dollar on it, $5 on it, whatever the case may be. Who are you going be, with? Mm-hmm. It's hard, but you can win big. Who's the favorite, dude? I don't even know. I would know. say Gonzaga or Duke. Yeah. Um, Kentucky's always favored, but I got Gonzaga when I think they get over the hump this year. They always seem like they're in it every year, aren't they? Yeah, they're always in it, but they they always seem to like shit the bet at the end. But I feel like this this year they're gonna win it. I guess that big question is: Is Machine gonna make its fifth year straight to the Sweet Sixteen? Mm. I don't know. I hope they so. don't have this that year. good of a team, though. Do I they? don't think so. I just think no. they got too much working against yeah. them. If they I haven't it. seen enough to make a comment on any 
you know, maybe Kentucky, but I like I said, I watched Duke let, lose the last two games mm-hmm. and very important games when Coach K was coach, coach, was, you know, coach. His last home game and you and you lose it. And yeah, he was just as unacceptable. He told the fans, he, he's like, quiet. Do you know how much seats were that night? The highest seat, I believe, was like almost eighty thousand dollars. I think they were what? saying that it was. Yeah, I think they were what? saying it was close to the Super Bowl, if yeah. not more. I think. Who's yeah. gonna pay that kind of money? Oh, there's people out there. If you got money packed. to blow, I guess. But you dude, would, he had Leighton, all them guys there. They, everyone yeah. was there from them team. Well, I think your biggest thing with like you know college stadiums and stuff like that is a lot of your discounted prices come from your students. So yeah. if you have a yeah. big student section, a lot of the stadiums filled up. The booster clubs, you know, your sponsors, yeah. things like that. But I mean, as far as a re- regular civilian ticket, you know, you're, you're gonna have people that's gonna pay. So oh yeah. Well, like we talked about on our sports special about pay, how much we would pay for Lions. I wouldn't even pay that ten thousand yeah, for like, Lions yeah, like to get the Super Bowl. But yeah, some people are just uh, sports crazy, man. You know, I mean, we all are too. But there's a certain level where it's like, okay, I still got to live my life, Brass. You know yeah, I mean? you'd yeah, have yeah. to refinance your house to go to a Super Bowl or any big game, but like watch it on my big screen. Yeah, man, I'd rather just go buy me the biggest, baddest. Big screen TV out there and have one I mean, big hell of a party. As far as the Lions, you know, I feel like the, the max I would do, I know we had that conversation, is 5,000. Super Bowl, when's the, la- when's the last time you've seen one here and when's the last time you're going to see one? Five thousand next dollars. 5,000. Yeah. Do you have 5,000? Yes, I do. You want to check? Do, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's bullshit. You think he's calling our bluff here, Philly? What do you have? Yeah, I think 5, he's got 000. five grand in the bank. I think he does. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Five thousand though, I don't think you'd even touch a Super I'm Bowl going twenty five hundred. That's it. Twenty five? Yeah, that's as far as I go. No, you're sitting nosebleeds. That's okay, <laughs> yeah, but I'm you're a part. You're not getting a good seat. <laughs> no, I'm a part of outside the stadium. Or yeah. I could be outside in the stadium with a television and partying out there. That's good enough. That's for what me. I'm saying. Lion, hmm. Lion Super Bowl. That, that's a big party. Oh, well, nobody's going to work. Sure. Last time yeah. nobody's you going to work. Next That'd time you're going to see it, could be a long shot. It'd be amazing, though. I mean, th- imagine the party that oh, would be. Breaking news, the Detroit Lions have won the Super Bowl. They're shutting the town down. That would take a miracle at this point. We're we're a little bit of ways away from seeing that, though. Yeah. So NFL free agency, just as you guys are showing up tonight, Von Miller signs with the Buffalo Bills. That's a huge signing for very huge. Yeah. Very bigly. Look yeah. at that. What's, what's the image on that? Though? Oh, yeah. what, what's he looking for? Do you think? Do you think that's going to bring that championship this next year, or is he going to be playing for? By getting you know, Von Miller, I think yeah. it's big for Buffalo, man. Like he, you he's said, at the end of his career, dude. Exactly. That's why I'm saying. Are you going to handle the cold for a championship? Or are you going there just for you know bringing a big name to another place, making an impact? Can he handle that cold? I played in Denver. Yeah, I was going to say in LA. he played in Denver. Yeah, one year though. I mean, he's used to Denver. He's, he's a cowboy. Right. <laughs> Vaughn gonna be all right. Vaughn gonna be all right. I think the bigger story is Baker Mayfield's getting. He's out of Cleveland, man. Mm. Uh, not sure yet. It's gonna happen. Uh, he's on. A, he's got. A, he's got his first way to take you it think out. You're gonna but. pull the trigger on Watson. Um, I don't know about this whole Watson thing. You're talking about what? Who wants to get Watson? Well, that's the reason Baker posted that because he found out that the the team was. You know, contemplating signing Deshaun Watson or trading for him. They can't win with him. They want a mature player is what they said. Yes. So what does that say about Baker Mayfield, right? He's not mature. He's not a mature quarterback. But is Watson? I mean, right. See that there you go. He's, That's he's, a valid point you know, too. He's hitting the spas, Braz. I think looking at, I think looking at like football <laughs> IQ. That that I think that's where their maturity is coming from. Because I don't think it's his character. You know, as far as what we've seen at a people's eye, and then you know what he's posted as far as social media, which social media doesn't just you know dictate who somebody is. But look at between the two characters, who who's better? 
other than that, football IQ, I think, is where they're looking for their maturity. I, I think as a football player, obviously Deshaun Watson's better. You know, right. he's a physical oh, specimen. Without, but without a doubt. I don't understand all the hatred towards Baker Mayfield. I don't. I understand, like, he did the whole the, the flag stamp thing. You know what I mean? He did some immature I think it's stuff. The stuff. Like, like, you're not in college anymore. You're in the pro now. Okay, so leave that stuff there. I, there's, there's a fine line. But, yeah, see, we, we like Dan Campbell and his hype. You know what I mean? It, it, it's yeah. a coach. Some people say, oh, well, Stafford wasn't vocal enough, but he'd be tough. It's like, where's the line? You know what I mean? Like what? But you see how it goes. You see how he was over in L.A. Yeah, but between between a coach and a player, I think, I think like with Dan Campbell, it's a, that's a cultural change there. You see all these players coming as one, wanting to play for that team because the right. coach has, has brought a different Yeah, because he's basically, dude, listen, you guys are in Detroit. You're in Detroit. You, you should be manning up. You're playing like a bunch of bitches. That's yeah. like the Tracy. You know what I mean? Tracy. You're in Detroit. He's giving you that. Let's go, man. We're knocking your teeth out. Yeah. But, you know, even you said Stafford had more of a pep in his step out there. You know oh, absolutely. I mean? it, it was great to see this guy win a Super Bowl the way that he played. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was phenomenal. He was he was a different quarterback. He was a true leader, but he's that type of guy. It's what you put around him. Right. So would you say Baker Mayfield the same way then? No. He, I think he had some good players around him. Good he players did. didn't Baker have great. Mayfield. But you got to think, you look at last year, though, like I was telling these guys earlier, he had that torn labrum last year, toughed it out through those injuries. Too small. Probably shouldn't have played, and he did it anyway, so he would get knocked either way. That, that's what I don't really understand. I don't think, you know, being an NFL quarterback, it's a tough business. It is. And you're going to get criticism uh, both ways. Was this, uh, what is this, Philly, his third, fourth season he just I want to say this is four, fourth he just finished. So, I mean, maybe the maturity level, and sometimes it takes something like what they're trying to do, maybe get him out of Cleveland, he gets a fresh start, like yes. Stafford did. Um, I think he's a talented athlete. I For mean, sure. I yeah. wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't be hurt if the Lions actually rostered him. And built something around. He's a big dude, but you know, I I get it. Like, there's some of that stuff that you you bring with you. But um, I don't know, man. I, I think he's going to go on and go somewhere and be successful. I can't. Maybe it's just a toxic environment in Cleveland. So Tell me, Watson doesn't look good in a Detroit uniform. Oh, I mean, if, I, I think if this was if this was next year, I think the Lions would go get him. But because I think they're still a year out from really being competitive, I think yeah. they got to hold off and just stay the course. I don't you're, ready you're, you're giving up a lot. You're giving up a lot to, to, to get him. Minimum, you're giving up two first-round picks. You want the Lions to do that right now? I don't think so. Okay, no. but here's my thing. Ask yourself this question. you giving up two first-round picks. Is it going to make a difference of you winning games this year or bringing in Watson, who can maybe get you nine games? Is it really going to make that big of a difference? Are these two guys coming in? And that draft pick that you pick going to put you in that nine spot. It, it's building you towards that because, you know, bringing Watson in, you're not going to bring just a playoff automatically like like the whole Stafford thing. He realized he wasn't just the only piece that they needed. He was a part, and that's why when he, when he was uh, making a speech after, he says, it's not on me. Mm-hmm. It's everybody else around me. Without these guys, you know, we wouldn't have had any of this. You know, that's called being humble, but then, you know, here in Detroit, Stafford didn't make it because he was the only guy that they were trying to build around. He was the missing piece for L.A. Watson's not the missing piece for Detroit. You Detroit don't know that. You don't know pieces. that. Here's a guy that can run. He's dynamic. He's a 10-year player. He could be in Detroit for 10 years and change a game single-handed like a Michael Vick. He's that guy. I think, uh, to your point, the only selling major selling point, it's like the Brady effect. Guys would come here to play with Deshaun Watson. That's the biggest difference. Yeah, they would take go. less to add to the team. I do believe that, but I don't think right now is the time. If I'm Brad Holmes, I don't do it right now. I would kick the tires on it just to see what they want. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm not giving up two first round picks right now. I think I think you got, I think you got to see the year he has because his last year that he played in Houston, they didn't really do that. Yeah, much. but what That's if he has a great year mark. and then they sign him to an extent? I mean, where's what team is likely to sign Watson right now? I think the front runners I heard were even Atlanta, which ah, which is I crazy that. because yeah. they got Matt Ryan, so you got to move all this money around. But like they say all the time in the NFL, you know, you can make things happen. Like look at all the contracts the Rams did this year. How did they get all that money? What, what, you know what I mean? So creative, if there's a will, yeah. there's a way. <clears throat> so it's uh, the Saints, the Falcons, Browns, and Panthers. Right That's now. horrible teams. They got cap room. Can you see you know him I mean? going? I mean, what do you say about Jerry? I mean, what, what do you think, Jerry? Oh, he ain't getting rid of Dak Prescott. Yeah. He can send Dak somewhere else. <laughs> they already you can't put nothing past me now. <laughs> What's good about it? I mean, you just gave get Dak Prescott that money. That's just not going to happen. No. You can't send him over to the Indy? No, it's not musical chairs like right. that. Even though a bunch of crazy shit has happened, you know, I just that doesn't make sense to me. I think that he's all in on Dak right now. Yeah, I think Dallas is pretty what? Who just, uh, Armari Cooper just yeah, got signed? Yeah, they just signed, traded him to uh, Cleveland. Him. Yeah. Uh, but they re-signed Michael Gallup. And, yeah, they um, didn't understand that. Why? Why? Dallas is, I think, they're going to take a step back this year. I hope not, man. I do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Parsons, he's he's oh, he's a stud. I mean, if you're a player and you're looking for money, I mean, Detroit actually has a lot of cap space yes. right now. They're a team that yeah. would be very uh, enticing if to a, a good player or two to come to Detroit because there's a whole lot of room here. And Dallas sure. got rid of Jarwin too. That other tight end, the white dude, uh, Jarwin. I thought they yeah. franchise tagged him. No, I, yeah. I think he's gone too. Hmm. Mm. Uh, we'll have to see. Lamb's going to be the man over there. Yeah, C.D. Lamb. I think that's why Cooper was ultimately expendable is because they have, you know, a couple young guys to step up behind them. And we wanted to get him Detroit. Yeah. And there's really no good – I mean, there's quarterbacks coming in this draft for this season, but there's nobody that's really Next a standout. Season. So we're, we're probably going defense. I would hope. Or, you know, like we were talking a couple podcasts ago, going to build around a line of defense, but there's no stud quarterback that people right, are right, just right. going ape shit over right now, right? So coming out of college. They're yeah. looking for that diamond in the rough. They're looking for that Mahomes, that, that fifth-round pick. Yeah, like they like everybody likes this Willis kid, Cincinnati, right? Uh, is it no, Cincinnati? Or? Uh, Liberty, no, Liberty, Cincinnati, Liberty, yeah. Liberty, I'm sorry. They, the kid could throw. Like, he, he threw, like, 65 yards effortlessly. Look, reminded me of Michael Vick, you know. Um, but I'm just not ready to pull the plug on a young quarterback if it's not going to be the guy of the future. Fourth round. I just don't see it. Matt Corral. You take him? No. I'm waiting until next year for my quarterback. Why not? I like that kid. That kid's good, man. I don't see nothing that, that tickles my fancy this year, man. That's just being honest. I just don't. I don't see a guy you, that, you, that we need. You, you're, you're committed to golf for this year. You're paying a guy $30 million. Maybe not starting, but Tim Boyle? Come on. I know. I know. But you're talking a gamer, too. You just need a guy that's serv- serviceable. Why didn't we all get Mariota to back up golf? I would have loved still that. still paying too much money. You, you want to focus on building a team and, and putting money to the best usage. Yeah. Did you say golf's getting paid $30 million? It's upwards of around $30 million, yeah. Man, I mean, we gave away crazy. our franchise quarterback for another team's franchise quarterback. Gosh. You know, so you got you to gotta make amends on that. Well, let me ask you guys this. I had five guys that were on my wish list. And uh, one of the, the Jordan Whitehead from the safety from Tampa Bay, he's gone. He just signed with the Jets. Yep. Um, Allen Robinson from Chicago. Where's he at? He hasn't signed anywhere yet. I like him. Possession catcher. Love him. Um, Marcus May, safety that was hurt from the Jets. He's a heavy hitter. 
Um, I think you pair him with Tracy Walker. I think that back end is really like solidified. Yeah, Tracy Walker's a dog too. And he just when he just signed his contract, he says, "I love Detroit. Playing for Detroit, it's like every single game. You know that people want." If Okuda can come back from that injury, you're talking big stuff, buddy. You got Okuda, Awarie, um, Jerry Harris? Jacobs. You got Will Harris as another safety. You know, what I mean, I think your secondary is actually in decent shape. Yeah, it's just a couple pieces. Another piece that I see that could be like a transition piece, which I don't know if he'd even sign here, but it'd be Bobby Wagner. I've always been oh, a fan I of this guy. I would love him, man. I wanted him last year, remember? We need but him. The Seahawks signed him. Super Bowl winning player, anchor the middle. Anzalone's not going to get it done. No, 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 absolutely not. I'd rather see Derek Barnes start in the middle. He's a cheerleader. Help out, you know, come well, in. Yeah, good leadership, though. Yeah, He's yeah, a yeah. hustle player. You need he guys wants like to that. be part of this. You need guys in a clubhouse like yeah. that, for sure. And then, um, what do you guys think of Juju Smith-Schuster? He's only 25. I like him from Pittsburgh. Yeah. I love him. I think uh, with all the shit with Antonio Brown and the drama in Pittsburgh, it really dampened his career the last couple of years. But I feel like this guy's a super talented player, and he's only 25 years old. He is. You got Claypool. <clears throat> he had Brown. Yeah. Then you went out and got what's-his-name who came there? Washington. Um, he's a good player. No, that other receiver. Um, or Deontay Johnson. Johnson. And it kind yeah, of booted him out. Back. Deontay Johnson's the running back, isn't he? No, he's a receiver. The receiver. Oh, he's, he was a, he's a stud receiver. It, and it kind of pushed Claypool off to the side, too. Yeah. What in, was it McKissick that uh, he was going to go, the running back for Washington? And then yeah, he, he was decided, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. No, he, um, he no, he's with Buffalo. To, he's with Buffalo now. McKissick, I thought, McKissick I, thought, I, thought, I thought he decided to go back to Washington and stay with Washington. That's what I heard earlier the today. Wow, they're loading up, man. <laughs> Dang. You may want to check on that one, Philly. Damn I was listening to uh, Sirius Up. Dude, NFL. he ran hard, man. He ran downhill. Yeah, McKissick, I think, re-signed back with the... Um, with the Commanders? Yeah. Well, yeah, Washington, whatever they call themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he is staying with the Commanders. Yeah, wow. Two-year, two $7 million deal. He's staying where he's, where he's at. That's why nothing's final until today, like when That's it starts right. today. Because, like, uh, Randy Gregory, same thing. Had a deal yeah. with the Cowboys... Uh, backed out, and now he's going to Denver. Wow. So, I mean, now, until that ink's dry, man, anything's possible. How big, so. a, how big of a difference could that make for a team, you know, between looking for a player and not looking for a player? That, <laughs> that's got to hurt in yeah. some ways. No, you know, you're expecting to, you know, still bank on somebody, and the next thing you know, he decides to go somewhere else. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm sure someone, uh, anybody want to bring up the Tom Brady thing? Give your thoughts. Tom Brady, the GOAT I is back. It. I knew it. I, I didn't think he was coming back. I I didn't think he was coming back. Did you? I think Hollywood. You said the same thing. I thought he was going to stay retired, but I think sitting around with he himself too sit. long, he, he was sit. like, "I I got to go and do something." She's got me folding laundry now. <laughs> I couldn't see Tom Brady going out the way that he did, and was just going to let that alone. No, it was too too hard for him. He's not that type of guy. Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't think he was going to retire. Just like you know, I didn't think uh, Aaron Rodgers was going to leave Green Bay. But you know, when it when Tom Brady obviously left i was like oh well the whole whole nfl is going to change now and then and then now he's coming back so it's like i don't think it's a good idea for him to go to tampa bay but you know if that's where he's going to plan on staying then he's got to make a big difference they're signing uh russell gage from atlanta yeah. atlanta that yeah. receiver yeah. and then uh they're looking at somebody else um is it good godwin resigning him I don't they, they, um, he's on the franchise tag so yeah. he'll be back tampa's got and then somebody else Guys, they have to sign to bring that whole team back. They There's can 22 do it. free agents. That's a there. good point, B, because that's what I think Brady may eventually uh, regret this because I don't think Tampa Bay is going to have the same team this season. I really don't. You got Indomitian Sue, that's a free agent. Um, the Whitehead, the defense is going to look totally different. Yep. I don't yep. know. Is Grant going to come back? You don't know. 
It, what if he goes to Buffalo? Oh, God, dude. I mean, that, that just catapults Buffalo. I, I'm telling you, they're going to be there. Kansas City's going to have their hands full with yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo's, Buffalo's, they're, they're, their ass is chapped. They have, I can see him in the uniform. Sure. I can see him in that uniform. Grand oh, yeah, he looked good over there. Yeah. It, it's Buffalo's similar to the got Patriots. a good tight end, though, though. Yeah. They do have a good tight end. Uh, Bob. You had him in um, fantasy. Knox, not bad. Knox, yeah. yeah. Yep, Knox. He made maybe, big plays. Maybe, yeah. maybe Knox goes over to, you know, and they take Gronkowski. Or they run double tight ends. Yeah, double tight. That'd be a hell of a tandem there. God. I just hope with Brady coming back, with this would be his 23rd season. I just hope this doesn't water his, you know, water him down at all. You know, kind of mm-hmm. like some Does he come like trade Jerry bait? Rice and some, what's that? Does he come trade bait? Does he come back into the mids out of retirement to get pushed off somewhere else? No, man. Well, I mean, everybody, everybody thought that he was going to have a washed down, you know, season when he switched over to Tampa Bay. Obviously, won a championship his first year over there and then now last year he put a good run up he's he still had good numbers now he's so, a fierce yeah. competitor man i just uh, i just hope that this isn't a diluted version of tom brady you know at 42 yeah. 43 no, how old is 44. He? 44. 44 now yeah i mean come on man it, i know sooner or later man them, them wheels are gonna fall off but speaking of tom brady have you guys heard about the fan who bought tom brady's last touchdown football for 500 and Eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah, and then uh, oh sold it. Like, what was it? Twelve hours before Brady yeah. made his decision to come back. Yeah, the football sold, sold for five hundred eighteen six hundred twenty eight thousand dollars, five hundred eighteen thousand ridiculous. Whatever on Saturday uh, through a New Jersey auction, and the high price was driven part to belief that this was uh, the final, last touchdown pass that Brady will ever throw. And then uh, roughly twenty four hours later. Uh, the auction closed. Brady announced via Twitter he would return to the NFL. I mean, that sucks for that dude that bought that football because it lost a lot <laughs> oh of value real quick. Yeah, that's horrible, you know, He man. thought he was going to have, like, you know, freaking Babe Ruth rookie card, man. It's the last touchdown oh. he ever threw in the NFL. I'm back. He's like, I'm back. And that guy's like, fuck. <laughs> maybe, maybe, Brady, maybe Brady thought it was a spit in the face. But, yeah, I think that's twice. That's twice now that um, – Mike Evans gave away the last touchdown from last season before Brady decided to come back. Yeah. Mike Evans gave that touchdown pass away, and then they ended up getting that ball back and then gave that guy the jerseys or whatever the case was, the jerseys, a Bitcoin or something like that. They gave him all that money. This was, uh, I guess, Brady called Gronk, and this was basically their conversation. <laughs> that, that was their whole conversation right there. <laughs> Oh they come back and run it back, man. Oh. They'll be back. But uh, yeah, man. What else is going out there in sports? What else is going on? Anything? Let's talk about Devontae Adams. He refuses to play under the franchise tag. He yeah. will not play. Could yeah. somebody explain franchise tag to me? Because I, what is exactly does a franchise tag it, do? It's basically you lock them in for another year. There's no signing bonus. You get the one of the biggest salaries in the league. I think it's the average of like the top ten. So in his top case, 10 top paid. 10 receivers. So, yeah, he's going to get a, a big lump sum, which is probably like, I'd say, 20 to $25 million for the season. Okay. It's 20 they said. And uh, that's fully guaranteed, but there's no signing bonus, none of that shit. And if you get hurt, obviously, after that, your career's looking whatever. So it's, it's, oh. a, it's a gamble on both sides, but it's, it's, uh, it doesn't allow players to walk for nothing and like kind of leave the team hanging. So, oh. so he said he, he, he'll refuse to play. Unless there's a deal made. And that's why a lot of guys hold out, because they want guarantees and yeah. bonuses and things like that. I remember when Indomitian Sue was here in Detroit. Didn't they franchise tag him? I believe it was too much at the time. That's yeah. why they had to let him walk. Okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure. They said the yeah. culture in the mix, uh, maybe uh, getting Adams. 
Just well, talk. I mean, if Rodgers comes back, though, I mean, you can't you can't trade Adams. That, I was going to say really that he's, he's not going to play. That wouldn't he's make not, sense. All, all my money's over here to him. They all say that though. When the season comes around, that ass starts twitching, man. Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. Right. But do you think if he feels big. like, hey, I'm disrespecting, man? Where's my money? You mm. get a franchise tag me? You're weak. You give this guy everything. I've been here. I've been without him. Yeah. And, and he doesn't know what he's. Gonna, his mind got a little pickled. He don't know what he's going to do. Right. Also now now he's coming back, and, and I got to get hold out on my money. Yeah, but oh, Adams, man. he was a big advocate for Rodgers, though. That's his boy. But he also so, likes Carr, too. I don't think he's going anywhere. <laughs> I don't think so. It's going to be amazing to see. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got, B? Um, well, we still, we keep talking sports. I mean, let's keep that vibe going. What do you got, Hollywood? You got anything you want to talk about in sports? Yeah, that was one of them. I got, uh, what do you guys think about the Trubinsky two-year deal over in Steelers? You think that's the right choice? It's Man. not. It's not my ideal choice, and you guys know I'm a Steelers fan. Love my Steelers, but I think it's a good opportunity for Mitch to kind of revitalize his career, and I think that's what they're banking on. That's why they did the two-year deal. So it's not like they're they're stuck with them. If it works, great. They look like superheroes, and they save some coin. Um, but if it's bad, you know they can get out of that real quick. You don't think Rudolph's better than them? I don't. Rudolph sucks to me. And I mean, I don't mean to say an NFL player sucks. I just don't think he's that good. Yeah. They're gonna try to guess. I guess make Trubinsky. More of his game, how he played in college, rolling him out of the pocket. Yeah, and, and Tomlin likes more of a mobile guy. Yeah, I think Tomlin will do something with this dude. I think so, It too. would be nice to see because look at the coach in Chicago got fired for it. Yeah. You picked this guy, why? I think you want to talk about pickled minds. I think whatever they did in Chicago destroyed Mitch Trubisky there. I agree. You, I, it was I a agree. mess. What about Fields? You think he may be destroyed, too? Well, they got a new, new regime coming in there, so he's got hope, but... Uh, the last few years in Chicago, it's been yeah, an absolute they, disaster. I think they messed that kid up. I really do. Yeah. In Chicago, for Remember sure. Remember that hit Fields took last year? That brutal oh, hit? I mean, jeez. Oh, oh, has helmet came off? Yeah. 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 I, do, do, do you remember where he was at? Who the heck? Where they at? He said, my name's Jerry. <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> he said, boy, you know your ace is a... Uh, you call me Troy? <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think I think he'll do good in Pittsburgh. I really do. I think so too. I, I, think I hope he does. I think that's going to be a good turn for him. And it I would be nice. It would be nice to see this guy that they talked about. I mean, it would make Chicago look horrible. Yeah. It was all about your coaching, he which is fine with me because I'm not a Bears ass. fan. We, they're one of our rivals, so I'm good with that. Making yeah. The Bears I think it's good bad. for Mitch, and it's good for the Steelers. They yeah. need that. They need that change right now. Yeah, so. for sure. I mean, Ben was just—he was a shell of himself. I mean, he couldn't move. You know, and they, yeah. they even changed their offense to straight passing. Remember, I think he threw the most in his entire career the year before he retired. That's right. And that was sad, yeah. dude, because he, he actually threw a game this year, I want to say 43 passes. That's right, yeah. He was wild. just sitting down. And it was, it was, you could see, like, it was time. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have man. the arm strength anymore. No, he doesn't. You know? And they were all short passes, too, because yes. they were trying to protect him. Go you know, these older guys. You're, so. you're forcing it now. you got to see yeah. it. Ben yeah. wasn't conditioning like Brady, that's for sure. No, absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. <laughs> ben was hitting the late-night drive-through windows and shit, because he came ben into training the, camp pretty huge. Yeah, he, was he was getting the big Buford's brass. Two for six. Big Ben was getting the big Ben. Make a double. He wasn't eating vegan yogurt and shit like Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. Hey, did you guys hear about that... That guy, I brought up a few podcasts ago. So he got the pig transplant, the heart transplant. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. He only lasted a couple months. He just passed last oh, week. Oh, no yeah. way. So yeah. it didn't work out, huh? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, he tried something different, but I guess he was coherent all the way to his last oh, breath. Bummer. Which, but, well, I mean, science is trying to create some yeah. new concoctions, man, for hope and 
for maybe the future for some people. What do you guys right? think about that? Like, if you pass, would you donate, like, your organs and stuff like that? Or would you allow, like, some type of scientific well, uh, procedure done on you? <laughs> you can do it on your driver's license, right? I mean, I think that the state of Michigan allows yeah, you to you put that as a donor on the back yeah. of your license. Right, right, right. How far does that go, though? If you tell them no, I mean, do they still do it? No. I think it depends if your organs are healthy enough. Like, say if you're a smoker, you want to donate a lung, it's probably not a good idea, right? Yeah. But if it's, uh, you know, something else, your brain or a heart or a liver or something like that. You know, I mean, I think I think a good thing is if, if it helps somebody else. Dong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like, donate just You need to close this motherfucker. Let's get it, dude. <laughs> I'm donating a tip. <laughs> How'd I come up a bit short? <laughs> wow. It's a fucking fossil, the biggest shroom ever found. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> damn you. Damn you, damn you. <laughs> I don't know. I, I oh, think there's shit. some quality to that. I mean, it's too bad this poor guy didn't make it. But um, yeah, absolutely. Hey, if it saves people's lives, I know. You know, I know my wife has her stuff donored. Um, I didn't check the box. It just it, I don't want to think about that. Yeah, you know, it's just like one of those things. Like you're, I'm just trying to take a good picture because you only take a picture every four years, right? Oh, well, maybe yeah. when you get old, you older in you may change. I mean, like if anything, maybe my eyes. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I can see through again, damn you. Wow. Damn you. Damn you. This guy's you got know, laser eyes. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess you get to that point in life where you say, well, you know, hey, you know, it's, it's going to come. You know, day. what made me think, you know, I bring up, I brought up Game of Thrones, so I'm real pickled about it. I love this show, right? But he asked a character about, I don't know if you remember Mateo, um, when uh, Jon Snow passed away, and they asked him, what would you see on the other side? And he said, nothing. Yeah. And it made me think, like, is that it, dude? That just scares me, you know, just the thought of that. Mm. I feel like, I feel, well, even like going back. You wouldn't know any different, right, because you yeah. wouldn't come back. But, it, like, yeah. for him to say that coming back, it just made your mind think a little bit. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like all, checking that donor box is like, um, you know, at least me being young, it's like me checking myself out sooner than I have to, mm-hmm. in a way. You know, it's like, okay, I'm, yeah, okay, I'll give it away. Oh, how much longer do I have to last? You know, I don't even want to think about that, like you were saying. Mm. Well, I'd so, rather wait until yeah. I have to. And well, they look at your damn wife and say, why this guy got, got damn pickled on there? <laughs> He's got yeah. pickled, damn you. Hey, listen, in some of these third world countries, man, they, they freaking, they'll, they'll donate a kidney for money, man. Oh, you know, this yeah, is like, yeah. you know, in some of these, like Brazil and mm. Chile and stuff like that, these people are willing to do whatever to get money. It's like, yeah, man, I'll give you my left nut. <laughs> whatever. I mean, the guy needs I'll it. I'll donate a finger. <laughs> Call me that. It's just not the stinky one. <laughs> damn <laughs> So, did you have any uh, stuff, uh, Mateo, for some sports or no? Uh, I mean, we kind of pretty much almost touched on a lot of it, so. Yeah, I think we're good on the sports tip. Yeah. What about, uh, let's Uh-oh. talk about the Lakers. Oh, they're 29 and 39 with 12 games or 13 games remaining. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. <laughs> Big money team. <laughs> All those old heads, they just they couldn't get it done. Big salaries, man. You got to pay for them now. Big salaries. Oh, Russell Westbrook, dude. he's been shitting the bed. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, Magic Johnson called him out on, uh, yeah. on the witch call and said, you know what? You were brought here for a reason. Does I mean, I'll say it's not LeBron's fault. It's really not. You look at the numbers he's putting up. You look at the numbers he's, he's put up before. It's not his fault. They're building the wrong players, these washed-up players that are not the players that they were before. Westbrook was sweet. He's not. But don't you think? Not no more. Don't you think those are LeBron's boys though that he's getting over there and he's in the front office's ear like, hey man, come play with me. Let's go win a chip. I don't know. You look at him on the you look at him on the court and he looks at these guys like in disgust. Yeah, yeah. Like, why are you here now? Because LeBron's all about himself. I I can't stand LeBron James. 
I, th- I think he does I'm love those teammates, man, though. Not a fan. When he opened his mouth about all this uh, Black Lives Matter and stuff like that and was just throwing shit around. Stop like whining. That pissed me off. But yeah. as, we're talking about as a player, though. Yeah. LeBron James, you can't deny him. You don't think he wants to win, like he's all for the team? But you did that, I got to be with this guy, this guy. Kobe wasn't like that. You ain't no Kobe. And people hate him in L.A. because they look at you ain't no Kobe, LeBron. So maybe he's not comparing himself to anybody we, else. We, we think of Kobe Bryant that puts player. that purple and gold on. He's his own player. That's why he's got the stats that he's got. <clears> and, and understand the, it, but see, when you call out the GOAT. He didn't call out the GOAT. Like you calling out like Wilder did. I'm the greatest of all time. Muhammad Ali ain't ran his mouth. What happened? I don't think, I don't think LeBron's ever came out and actually said, he, Yes, you know, he did. And, and I'm the Michael goat. Jordan was pissed. I don't know. He said, I'm the goat. relationship. I feel like it's a, it's a up on relationship YouTube. between them. And no, it ain't. It ain't. Come on. Don't bullshit me. Those guys, they're always going to be compared, though. You know, whether they bump heads or not. Closest one ever to Michael Jordan was Kobe Bryant. Is the Black Mambo. And that's Mr. Kobe Bryant. And we understand that. I think, you know, like I saw something today actually about, okay, somebody should go back and tell Michael Jordan to worry about stats rather than winning. But you don't go out there and claim that. That's not for you to claim. That's for people to tell you you're the GOAT. Oh, I mean, he's claiming his own career, though. You, want, you think Tom Brady said, the I'm the GOAT? No, the people said, As of now, goat, yes, Tom he Brady. is saying it. Who's the next guy up? When you're younger and you're, and you're building on I your disagree. career. I disagree. I don't like LeBron James, period. Yeah. I don't like what he stands for. So if he came to Detroit and he wants, I still wouldn't like him. I still wouldn't like him. I like Isaiah, the bad boys. I wish he played netter so he'd hammer his ass. I mean, yeah, you look at you look at you look at you know. You got to say LeBron James is at that table though of the greatest of all time. Yeah, he'll definitely go down. I, I'm not gonna say he's got too many. He's stats a great player, but, but how he did a lot of things. Well, I'm gonna have you two play with me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't like that crossover aspect. Um, you know. And then the political shit too that comes yes, along yes, with yes, it, and the yes. drama that he brings. Yes, you know the social the media drama. with the twitters and this and that. Hey, and Cleveland, don't ever leave it out. You never know. Right. You played with that team. Right. And you mm. walked away from that team. Yes, and then you, you came did. back to that team. Yes, and you're you walking did. away yeah. again. Some of some of the antics, man. Yeah. It was just a little yeah. too much, over the top. But as know. a basketball player, yeah, he is a good ball player. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to deny that. As far as the public eye, though, you don't know what goes behind those closed doors. So I mean, maybe he goes back to Cleveland, and you know something happened. He doesn't like it. You know, maybe they did him dirty or whatever, so he leaves again. I know but what he's about. A lot of players nowadays are switching over teams to I know to win. what LeBron James is about. No, he's about winning, and, you know, clearly with the players he has around him, just they're not – you can't help if somebody else ain't making a shot. I mean, he's a great athlete. You, you cannot so, deny what he's accomplished, but right. I, I'm right there with Hollywood. I think there's um, – I think we grew up at the era of certain athletes that conducted themselves – differently than what yes. today's athlete is all about you know and respect you know i i wouldn't think of a guy like curry as a more honorable player than maybe not as good i mean obviously not as good right, as lebron right. james but he carries himself and conducts himself more like a true pro athlete in my opinion and i'm not saying taking anything away from lebron no, and what no. he's done but i just i struggle with that big ego you know, that's that's like one of those things you just you got to have swagger as an athlete. And yes. I think that's important to have confidence in the it factor. Mm-hmm. But then you take it a little bit too far and then it turns people out. You know, yes, it just brings yes. you to a point where you're like, eh, I don't want to deal with this guy. He's more yeah. like a prima donna. It's just, you know, he starts talking about me, me and I and, you know, and he's, you know, he's an influencer. And then it's, you know, he's standing mm-hmm. on a podium and trying to rub elbows with the president and make things and all changes and all that kind of stuff. He stick ain't stick going with there your sport, and, uh, you know? He ain't doing this. You know, he's just showing face off. Well, let's not forget about Larry Bird. Let's not forget about Trapuca. Kelly Trapuca, we're yeah. really going back. Let's there. not forget about Bernard King, three-point king. 
Let's not forget about uh, Slamma Jamma, Dominic Wilkins. See, the list keeps going on. Moses Malone. That's he right. didn't go down with uh, Hakeem and all them, but he was solid. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk about Julius Irving. Yeah, see? There we go. Now we're talking, man. See what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah, I'm like right there with Zeke and those guys, yes. man. And, and Isaiah was a tough Dennis Rodman. Son of a bitch, Dennis man. Rodman was flashing trouble, oh, man, when he God. played the game. De Dennis Rodman was a freak. Five or six rolls up Dressing in the stand. up in women's yeah. freaking clothing and showing up to press conferences with lipstick you on. You guys and realize shit. we're talking about LeBron James and Dennis Rodman, the same. Uh, it's weird. I, I know. It's come kinda, on, man. <laughs> it's it not yeah. normal, but I mean, they're flared at some of those cats had, but man, they put it down, man. And these are guys that paved the way. What we're saying is like they paved the way. Yeah. When they see these guys say, and, and there's some great talent. Yeah. Like what I thought with with um, the uh, the Ball brothers, their dad. You went out there, start dictating, start throwing this name around, all this and that, running your mouth. And Magic Johnson, I tell you, get out of here, dude. Go home. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Know who you're talking to. Yeah. Okay. You know, and, and he was ruining their, his son's careers. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I, you know, LeBron. Let's call, let's call it how it is. I mean, he's costing people their jobs. With that aspect, I wanted to ask you guys: Have you ever been in a position at work where you get a new boss coming in, and mm -hmm. there's that anxiety amongst the team or, or the job about what's to come because you're used to somebody's skill set, right? Right. Right. Used to how somebody manages. Um, and that's on the horizon. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. Like, is do you guys worry? Have you worried? Um, how would you guys approach it? And how would you attack it? I mean, as as of, as of recently, my company just got bought out, so there's a bunch of different changes that we have going on. And you know, everybody, I've never seen so many people as a group shocked, ghost faced. You know, they're, not knowing what's going to go on. Yeah, yeah, they're all they're all pickled. They don't know if they're going to have a job. What? <laughs> they don't know if they're going to have a job. They don't know if they're going to be working tomorrow. They don't know if, you know, things are going to crack down, if they're going to lose pay. Mm -hmm. And just people were in a scramble. And then, you know, they were trying to come in and make the, all these promises. Okay, well, everybody's going to still have their pay. Everybody's going to be compensated for, you know, a difference, whatever. So there's its, there's its you know, pros and cons to it. But it also just feels like there's a new new set of eyes over your over your, down your neck you know like, yeah okay i gotta watch my back now i actually last week i got pulled up on by my safety inspector twice same week are you trying to make an example because you guys just bought us out are you trying to make an example catch me lacking and now it's like okay well now i gotta worry about my job sure you're threatening my job now it's right. like okay if i if i make one minor mistake hmm. and who says i do or who says i don't are, is that going to be the end of it yeah. i don't know Right. So well, we've all had those bosses that are micromanagers. We've talked about it yeah, you know, yeah, multiple absolutely. times. Many yeah. in my career, man. And it I think causes a lot of like unneeded pressure, I feel yeah, like. Absolutely. And uh, change is inevitable. I mean, no matter yeah, where you're yeah, at, yeah. I mean, you could yeah. have a great boss that's, you know, 20 years, you know, in, in a job where you're at. And all of a sudden, he's a little older and he's time to retire. And then the new guy comes in, he's pounding his chest. He's going to make all the changes in the world, man. I'm going to reinvent the wheel. Mm -hmm. You know, and this guy's yeah. got vision and. He's, he wants to see it his way, and, and he's forgetting about the people that got, you know, the team to where they're at, so to speak. And you always, to me, when a boss comes in, he's got hidden agendas, and you don't see it necessarily playing out, you know, transparently. And he's doing things behind the scenes. Those are the cats you got to watch out for. Right. Now, a good supervisor will, will advise to some of his tenured employees. He'll come to a guy, maybe like you, Hollywood, who's been with the company for close to 30 years and say, hey... I want you on my advisory board. I need a guy like you to step in my office and sit down with me. 
I want to hear a little bit about what your take is on this. If he's listening to everybody, that builds a better character. And that I respect respect that. Right I like away. that. Yeah. Yes. It's a respect factor. You earn that right away. Yes, but if sure. a dude's just kind of coming in and just, you know, flaring stuff out there, and you're like, man, I don't know if this dude's throwing me a curveball or a fastball, right. it leaves you unstable. Yeah. And it doesn't sit well with people over time, you know? Well, it's just a bad time because there was someone that was with us through the pandemic, and he got let go because of downsizing. And then it's like, okay. This is well, recently, Philly? <clears throat> yeah, well, this place? is what's to come because the okay. person in that position is retiring. It happens, man. I mean, you get new people that come on, man. It, it throws you, you know, like you said, like a new person will come in. You don't know what to expect, Philly. You know, you're going to think about it. You're going to like, okay, who's this person coming in? This guy's exiting. There's always going to be rumors and talk going behind the scenes. No one really knows who this person is. Always oh, coming from this side of the state, or he's coming from this state over to here. And um, you know, these guys are, you know, it could throw you in a spiral for a little while. Yeah, Hollywood. I know you really enjoy your boss. What are your, what's your thoughts on it? Well, my, well, you guys, you guys are not UAW. It's good and bad, and we have a group. Okay, we for. How we do things, we, we had this guy come from another paint shop, a new one. And he came in, everyone's like, oh, there's the big boss over there. Now, there's two bosses. So we greet him, you know, like, what are you so scared of this guy for? So I go up to him, I say, hey, how you doing? You know? How you he's doing? Like, hey, how you doing? You know, he said, well, so what do you do? I said, I'm in parts division. I do this and that. So I was messing with him. I said, hey, hey, hey Billy, watch what I tell him. I said, hey, man, can I borrow 100 bucks? He looked at me. He's like, you need 100? And went to his pocket. And I said, you know what? No, I'm just messing with you. Tell you're a good man, real good man, mm. because you don't even know me. And he was ready to dig in his pocket. But th- this guy, he he's good at what he does. And he said, I'm just trying to get feedback. I walk around, so don't mind me. I'm just trying to learn this system and everything like that. And maybe you can help me on little things like that. So, But as far as, like, new bosses that come in that actually control my unit, they, they know from up front that we've seen you come and go. Yeah, you know, and that's not to throw our weight around like this because we we will respect you, you you are a superior, but don't come at us like um, where oh we're gonna start doing this now do this. we do what's best for the team, what's gonna what's gonna give you numbers and what's gonna take care of you. You don't even have to be here in the back. We got you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about that. Are these guys working? It's refreshing to hear, like, like you and B were saying, but I've had guys that, you know, rule with the iron fist and want to try to intimidate people oh, that exactly. have pounded slam doors and pound walls and guys that always send people to your house to see what time you're starting and whatnot. Oh, what I was pathetic, saying was too. there was a guy who led us through the pandemic, mm-hmm. got let go because the, the company was making cuts or whatever. Said person comes in, been great, right? But now it's like... You're just waiting for it to, the bottom to fall out again and go back to how it was. And there's already these operations is a mess. You know what I mean? Everything's just a mess. The pay's not right. Well, maybe you know. you'll be the next man to step up. Yeah, again, you know, that's a that's great why, point. That's why I'm trying to stay afloat and stay positive all the time. You know, just, this is what you got to remember. You know in your business mm-hmm. how good you are. Right. You know what asset you bring to that team. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get called in that and you get all pickled and get all nervous. He says, Mike. I want to offer you a job. I want to offer you a bigger job. I want to offer you what you've always wanted because I trust in you. And, and that could happen. So continue to do what you do. And if you don't like when he gets rid of you, that's on them. Right, Because right. you'll go anywhere else, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the thing. It's just like when, not to cut you off, GMB, no, but cool. I'm just saying, you know, when you put so much time in, it's mm-hmm. like it's 
it's not that I'm scared to start over, but it's like, man, I just feel like I've I put too much in to give up now. No, you know what I mean? That's the mindset. And you're not giving up. That right. would be on them. That would be a company long. Yeah, right. for sure. What I was going to tell you, Philly, is this. Um, you could be a half-empty glass guy or half-full glass guy. Right. So positive attitude. Um, with the new regime coming in, time will tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've put a lot of years in where you're at. Uh, opportunities uh, came your way, but then it didn't fulfill. Mm-hmm. I know a few of those personally we, you and I have talked about. Yep. Uh, think about it this way. Maybe this is your break. Going back to what Hollywood said. A new new face comes in, new new perspective. Um, you know, you don't have to necessarily kiss anybody's ass, but put your name in the hat. You mm-hmm. know, introduce yourself. Be a gentleman. Be be a front runner. Oh, for sure. Be be the veteran that you are, the same way he is. You know, introduce yourself. Hey, you know, I'm so and so. Been with the company for X amount of years. Just want to introduce myself. That in itself will be an impact that he will remember or she will remember in coming months to come. Yeah. And then when an opportunity comes up. Trust me, they'll go back to that day and time and yeah. remember little things like that. Well, there's always that time. Like when you're young and you're in a new business, uh, you know, you be, you're like a young whippersnapper. Like, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, there's other times where you build that that confidence. And like, I feel like I'm a yeah. chameleon because I can rub in, rub elbows with anybody. Absolutely. And everybody have different conversation. I think that's a good skill to have. Yeah. And that's, I don't, I, I feel completely confident, you know, and, uh, Someone just needs to step up and, and say something and do something, kind of change the mold. Because there's things down there that just the cycle is repeating, and it just it's the same old shit. Maybe they need you to do that. Maybe <clears throat> maybe someone's looking up at you and going, oh, well, I "Wonder when Mike's gonna say something." Mike's good at what he does. Who's you know what I mean? Mike? Be that man, Who is Mike? Philly. Yeah. Oh, be Mike, that, that man. <laughs> right, right, right. Be that man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I've been ready, man. It's just, uh, you know. Your turn will come, my friend. I mean, where you're at in your career right now and where you're sitting here today, you're ready for the next step. I mean, we, we like our freedom. We like our flexibility and our mm. schedules. We both dig that. Um, you can still have that in a supervisor job, by the way. For sure. And, but you're, you're a leader of men. You always have been. You've, you've coached. You've proven your skill set um, many times over, and that's, that's in your DNA. So leadership skills don't necessarily just happen all of a sudden. You've sure. been grooming yourself for bigger and better things, and you know whether it's coaching or a job. So now you have to look at this as a positive thing. You could say, you know, if you get in with the doom and gloom loop of the people like, man, I don't know. Like he said, he got supervisors coming and going like, you know, you know, okay, so this guy was here two years, ripped the calendar down. Here comes a new guy. Yeah, we may be changing in the next two months. You know, the talk again is they're going to be moving supervisor around. So we talked about it today. Guys, what are we going to do? Because we got it made. Right, right, right. But we can still have it made, still have the power we have. By doing what we need to do, but we stay together. Right. Okay, we can't go wrong here. We don't go, hey, you can't come in here and tell us, blah, blah. No, we don't. No, not like that. Yes. you're. But you're going to have an understanding on what we do. Yeah. And it's going to help you out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you get them supervisors that come in there, like you say, oh, you're going to do it my way. This Son, you ain't even got enough time, man. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. You ain't going to start well, that's the like thing, that. too. You get to a certain point where you're like... You'll you'll do what it takes to get the job done. Some days you work longer, you know, but you're not going to do that all the time if they're not doing yeah, Dickens for you. Yeah, you know, what I mean, there's no, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I'm not going to break my back for a company that doesn't care. But I make sure all my P's and Q's are done, and then some. That's key. I always have that cushion because I, and like I walk into a certain account and something's not right. I got to make sure it's right before I leave. Right, right. I got to attack that issue. Whereas before, when you're younger, you're like, ah, fuck it, you know, yeah. okay, I'll get to it. No. I want to go home with a clean slate. I don't yeah. want to take this shit home and think about it the next day. And 
you know, and if I cut out early the next day, you know what? Hey, my shit's together. Exactly. Go with it. You know what I mean? So, you know, a, a boss says, hey, Philly, listen, you put out 850 cases. Great job. I appreciate it. You know, I'm, I'm going to throw you a little something. Appreciate that. Not come back and go, well, hey, Philly, you think you give me 1100 and get nothing? Mm. Just treat you like you're supposed to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, so hopefully it changes in, in the best for you. Well, no, I appreciate that. I was just curious to get you guys' thoughts, yeah. and I appreciate the input for sure. Keep, yeah, it, I mean, keep it afloat, man. Yeah, no doubt. You're all right. Yeah. The reward for work well done is the opportunity to do more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you yeah. just, you know, if you're doing a good job, you're being recognized for a good job, and that's the key. Recognition in some companies, um, there's a lot of people that don't recognize good and hard workers, and that in itself can be deflating because if there's no – if there's no uh, discipline for people who aren't doing their jobs and no reward for those who are, exactly. then what's your motivation? Exactly. Right? What is your yeah. motivation? Well, there's those guys that, like, you know, in certain groups, they're going to only push their guys the buddy-buddy system, right? Mm-hmm. You know, They bring their buddies up the ladder with exactly. them and shit on everybody else. It happens everybody all else. over. And it's you trust. see it every day. But it's it, trust. I think the best companies try to incorporate everybody, and it's, yeah. a, it's a real family-type atmosphere. Um, and I love competition. Don't get me wrong. I still want to beat my, my best friend. You know what I mean? But yeah, I right. there's an incentive on the table. You want to be right there thick and thick. You yeah, want to be in the let's running. Let's push man. each other, man. Let's come up with creative ways right. to, to drive motivation. You know what I mean? Right. Get people excited about their jobs, man. Yeah. I just think there's so much more that can be done. That's, and, that's what kind of bugs me. And keep the, the heat. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got to turn yourself and go, okay, what if I own this company? I got three, four guys I know ain't doing nothing on the payroll. Screwing me every day. Right, it ain't my job. It's and you gotta job. pick up. Owners are slack. calling me. Mm. Yeah, it's bullshit. And you're screwing me. Dead weight. Guys right? with the trust. Can't win with them. Can't win with them. Yeah. You're screwing me for my money every day. Mm-hmm. So then you go back to being the worker. Okay, I'm not that guy. Right, right, right. I'm the man. You can come and trust. You know what you're getting out of me. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what we build. You know Cream rises to the top, Philly. And that's, you know, I mean, Mateo, where you're working, right? You probably yeah. got some real slackers, I'm sure. Right? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, yeah, you're, guys you're busting that... your hump. You're earning your dollars. You're taking every, you know, hour you can get to work hard, make money. And there's a couple dudes you're working with, and you're like, come on, man. It just makes your day go on a whole lot slower, and then it just gives a look on you. Yeah. At the end, at the end yes. of the day, why didn't mm-hmm. you get this done, or why didn't you get that done? Okay, well, I did my part, and then I also did more. Right. I'm not going to keep doing that every single time. And I'm like, like you guys are saying, I'm not getting recognized for it. I'm not getting compensated for it. Right. I shouldn't have to keep on dragging somebody else with me because they don't want to pick up on their end. You get yeah. one paycheck, not second shift, mm-hmm. not third shift. You get one paycheck, and that's what you work for. Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, I believe there's more more need for recognition. And some companies uh, do a fantastic job. Yes. My wife actually went to a luncheon yesterday uh, afternoon and I was so proud of her. She came home with a plaque, uh, like a little, um, call it like a crystal plaque, and then a certificate of achievement and everything like that. And nice, you know, just to be recognized, you know, in a in a handwritten letter from her immediate supervisor, complimenting her on her teamwork and her, you know, contributions to what she's done to make we it a better department. We got that this year for my company. I mean, they called us on the phone, each and every one. It's not always That's about cool. money. It's no, not I, always no, about no. money. Recognition, everybody it's about wants a pat on the back and recognition, right? That's sure. such an important yeah. element of the human nature that we need that. You know, I always said everybody likes to be stroked. You know, you want to feel good. And yeah. it's not, it's like, here's an extra 50 cents an hour. Here's an extra, you know, 100 bucks in your paycheck. That's great. But man, if you're not being recognized for something after a while, it's like, Am I even being noticed for the you good know, I'm doing? You get some yeah. people, they don't even care. Like, I'm getting paid anyway. I don't care. Man, like, that's you right. should, though. You should care. Yeah. 
You know, it's your product. You know, as someone, as someone higher up, I feel like if you understand that person's job and then recognizing them and, and recognizing the work that they do, that that's 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 where everything comes from. Yeah, like you said, it's not all about money. But yeah. if you understood the job that I'm doing, how I have to do it, because you're in a different predicament, you're in a predi- different position, you don't know. Yeah. But if you understood and then you see the way that I work and recognize that, that's that's the recognition as, yeah. as, as a person, as an employee that you want that makes you feel good, makes you feel like what I just did was was seen. Right. And I think you know? this goes back to the way you're raised. Okay. I know that you didn't get it easy every time because we there's no we know that this is your dad. Hollywood's your father. But right. I know being raised as a young man, he learned things from his growing up years and he was gonna I he's like, No, I'm gonna do it different with my kids. And he's probably kicked your butt a few times, mm-hmm. but tough love, but taught you something, right? Yeah. Ethics, work and all this other stuff. So you probably learn through some of his wrongdoings to try to make you a better person. And that's why I said this before, you're, you're wiser beyond your years, right, but that's, right. that's because the way you were raised. Some people don't have mentorship like that. You know, even they come to work and like they have, they look for people that they can look up to, you know, right, and, yeah. and I know you have a few of these guys you mentioned at work, the, the, the reverend guy and, oh, and people yeah, like that. Man. It's important that we, we have a fallback on system basically. And it's important that, um, you know, work is recognized, especially like with Philly saying there's so many times where new new supervisors come in and it just uh, it can get ugly fast. But um, that's good conversation. I got to throw one of the things out here, guys. Uh, did you hear about Dolly Parton removed herself from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame of nominations? Why? Well, she she's a country music legend, Dolly Parton. She announced uh, this Monday she's bowing out of this Thank year's you. nominated uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They want to nominate her to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because of all of her music and everything. In a statement posted to her social media account, the award-winning singer said that while she was grateful to be nominated for this year's class, she didn't think she earned the right. And I, I couldn't agree with her more. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Dolly Parton, we all know, is a country singer, right? right. You know, bluegrass, you know, folk music, iconic who, who she is. She's I love her. Great, great woman's done a ton of stuff. She's got a beautiful backstory, but she's not honorable to a rock and roll candidate. So she made she just called out and said, I'm not worthy of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Put it call it the music hall of fame and I would reconsider. But rock and roll is rock and roll. Yeah, absolutely. Elvis Presley was yes. rock and roll. Yes. Right? Led Zeppelin, rock and roll. roll. Black Sabbath, Ozzy Rock and yes. roll, Van Halen, all the you know bands that are in rock and roll. Sounds, sounds fun. Right, but you think <laughs> you know, about sounds, this. What do you guys think? Should there be? Because was it? Did, did Jay Z just get in, nominated to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, uh, I know it's Run DMC. I think Eminem. Eminem. Okay, um, but these are not rock and roll guys. Right. Correct. And I think I'm I'm with you on that. I, I want to say because they tied in with Aerosmith. And them and did but some tunes, a few of them. That's one song, though, Holly. What I'm talking about, like, should it be the music hall of fame? Like, there are some, like, if there's a rap hall of fame, if there's music hall of fame, you could put music hall of fame and encompass yeah, a bunch of different Yeah, because I don't think they would take that. Yeah. Is I understand that argument. If it went into hip-hop, I don't know if they would like that. Like, this is a rock and roll band. Why are they in hip-hop? Yeah, uh, and it's got to go mean? both ways. Yes, yes. There's a hip-hop Hall of Fame, and there's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Just separate it then, and then have one a music Hall of Fame that for the upper echelon of every genre. Right. Right? Yeah, I exactly. I think that would be cool. I mean, you're going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you're like, you got your young son or daughter going, who's Sugar Hill Gang? What rock song did they do? Well, fuck, they didn't do no rock song, but they're right. in the rock and roll yeah, Hall of right, Fame. Right, you know? right. I feel I mean, you got, you got the music awards. So, obviously, the music awards, you get your own specific award for whatever the genre that you're in. So, I don't think even with the 
an overall Hall of Fame. If you didn't make it in the Hall of Fame in the genre that you're in, then maybe you just haven't solidified that stone yet. Yeah, I agree right. with that. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, you're going to get your awards at the Music Awards if you do, if you've done your part, if that's what you, you know, get nominated for. But, I mean, on her end, for Dolly Parton, at least she humbled herself. She understood that she doesn't belong there. Kudos that's not, to her, yeah. yeah that, Man, that's that's thought it was yeah. commendable. I really yeah. do. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, the NFL, you know, bringing in Michael Jordan saying, you know, you played one game in the or MLB, played in the Major League right, Baseball, right. and the MLB says, you know what? We're going to honor you into the Major League Baseball right, Hall of Fame. You're not worthy yeah, of that. Yeah, you right, played yeah. a little bit for Chicago White Sox, but you're not a Hall of Fame. But don't, right. don't they kind of tote the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as that, like the pinnacle of music? So it's like if they're marketing it as that, then like the best of the best are going to start leaking in there. That's why I think it has to be validated separately. Everybody That's, should have their own yeah. yes. and then have the, the genre at okay, the end. Okay, I got a question for you. Or the, the one with everybody. Where does Prince fall in? Right, because there's different. It falls in a different category, right? And I'll tell you what, fall in a couple of. I guess that would be an exception. That is a terrific analogy because Prince did pop, he did rock, he did. Yes. You know. Yeah, that's that's a good good point, Hollywood. So I mean, he could be a music candidate for the Pop Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but I think if you walked into a music Hall of Fame and they had different wings, you know, this is like you know all R and B, this is pop music, Michael Jackson, Prince. You know, Madonna, whatever you want to look at. There's all these iconic people with, you know, their Grammys and stuff like that. And then you go into the actual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and you see the true rock and roll artist that started this whole thing back years ago. I think that would be a little bit more. It would symbolize a little bit more meaning. Yeah. So I I give Dolly Parton a lot of props for just finally saying it. And Dionne Warwick, who's another person who uh, said she wouldn't do Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee ceremonies because she didn't feel she earned the right to be called Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee. Right. So I guess that's one of those things. It's been a you know it's been in debate for many years now. And by the way, why wasn't the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame here in Detroit? Because yeah. this is where everyone talks about Detroit Rock Cities. How yeah. many bands? Yep. I mean, Kiss, Journey, uh, Bob, Bob Seger. Bob Silver Bullet Band. Right. Everybody talks in their songs about Detroit. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> like Detroit City. You know, Detroit. I mean, come on, man. Why are we the ones that are sitting around, you know, going, why wasn't it here? Could you imagine we had a ride? We got Motown Museum. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, that's a big part. You know, so uh, how about this? How, one? how about Motown music? That's some of the best music in the world. The, mm-hmm. Dude, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, have you any of you guys been to the Motown Museum? No, no I want to go. I want to go too. I, we should make that a road trip for sure. I'm down. I mean, I would love to do that. And I guess they're actually going to be building onto this stuff over on East. I think it's on Grand Boulevard or East Grand Boulevard yeah. or West Grand Boulevard. There's a lot that goes on Grand Boulevard. I know. Right? We've seen videos. Man. Seen videos <laughs> bus stops are iconic. What a nasty question. Very nasty. <laughs> well, since we're talking about Detroit, do you guys see uh, Eminem, most certified singles in RIAA gold and platinum program history? I believe it. Six diamonds. 73.5 million new certifications. Amazing. 20, 227.5 million total U.S. certifications. Number one most awarded artist for singles. It's an artist. Now, Unreal. You, you compare that to Kanye West, right? I mean... Well, this guy's a trend center. And even though Kanye is in his own right, but I feel like... He couldn't hold Kanye... I mean, Kanye couldn't hold <clears throat> Eminem's job. He don't do the stuff that Eminem does. Kanye right. West, and his ass is even in trouble now, again. Right. He's writing love letters. Uh, well, hey, to Kanye's point, did you hear that Pete Davidson texted him while he was in bed? He's bad, like, I'm yeah. in bed with wow, your wife. That's turn. fucked up. You yeah. know what Kim said? I'm going to have to go further on this with him. Evidently, he's just not getting it. 
No. And I'm going I'm to have to. Like, I heard Kanye's dating a chick that uh, looks just like oh, one of the Kardashians, right? It's it doesn't surprise me. He's lovesick over. 17 years younger than he is, and he's dating a girl that uh, is like a body double of Kardashian. Ridiculous. I mean, I think he's this sick dude's about got it. a few. Yeah, he's definitely lovesick. You're yeah. sick about he, a woman. crazy. That's been with so many men and then been married to people prior to you. Mm-hmm. You're sick about that woman? He's sick. He, he, he made a post about something about his kids or whatever, and Kim put him on blast and said, Kanye, you literally came over this morning to pick up the, the kids. Like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? So he's, he I solves just, it on the unneeded drama, basically. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think it's going to end bad. I just oh, yeah, something, no something tells me there's too many signs that are there. Something's not going to. It's not going to work out good somewhere down the line. This guy needs help. He has I a mean, song out. It's called Easy with the Game. Who's a notorious gangster rapper, and then you know he kidnaps him. I think he kills him in the video. Yeah, so it's like it's all just these. Got a Pete Davidson. It's really, it's a double. Yeah, yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's really weird. And people, I mean, people praise that. Like. You you should not be praising something like that at no, all. At all. Not. I get it. Like Kanye, like he's an innovator. He's a, he's a genius as far as musically. I give him all his flowers as far as that. But there's there comes a point where you're just crossing that line. He's yeah. a mind pickle. He's, he's a man child. Mind is t- he's pickle. a man child. If you want to unpickle your mind, Jake Paul offered both Pete Davidson and Kanye West thirty million yes. to fight. Sign would, it up, dude. I would pay per view yeah, tonight. Let's if it was unpickle, unpickle your mind it. right now. Oh yeah. my goodness, that'd be amazing. How about Kim, this? Kim, you come and be the ring girl. Whoever wins, hey, did you guys hear the new kid rock song, We the People? No, yes, no, no. dude, is it all he calls everybody out? Man, he he trips on Biden the whole time. It's is it even still on there because they were they were wiping it off, they were trying to clean it off of like Spotify and everything like that. But it is amazing. uh, it's uh, it's Kid Rock just blasting um, yeah, the left give side. Us a part. Yeah, it's very it's. Keep talking about it, Hollywood. Oh, it's it's amazing. My buddy's like, check this out. He goes, you better check this out before they wipe it off. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, like, he goes on everybody, dude. I heard uh, Sharpton everybody. That podcast that uh, I'll, I'll talk about it afterwards. So Kid Rock here, guys. We the people, and now we do reserve the right. Yeah, he just he just goes off on Biden, Damn. man. He just blasts him. The video's pretty, oh, pretty much out there. You see, yeah. the, you see the black oh, yeah. kid at the end. He's like this. He goes, <laughs> "Oh, it's, it's, yeah. he's like, where's my money? I just slipped some shit off, man." Oh my god, it's <laughs> crazy. This whole thing, man, it's amazing. I don't know. This is probably like today. I, when I called you, I was pickled, man. I was yeah. in such a good mood earlier. Just because the sun was out, you saw less and less mass. Don't let people's. it ruin your vibe, bro. It's tomorrow's 70 and sunny, man. Keep it going, dog. No, Bring I'm just it saying. On. It was just good to see people with less and less masks on. Oh, people that, are doing well. Oh, yeah. yeah. People, yeah. people are smiling in a good mood. It's just like all this shit we've been through, man. Yeah, it's Politically, almost, it's like dragged through the mud, man. Fuck. You know what's funny? When I left work today, I told the girl, she was sitting next to me, I go, look at all these poor bastards coming in nice weather. We get to go home. <laughs> so you, you don't <laughs> mind working that day shift now, do you? You like it. Pissed, so I go, <laughs> I'm like, I'd be pissed. <laughs> we need to go. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I mean, for as happy you are now, I, 
this nice weather is something to be excited for. Oh yeah, yeah. you know. Absolutely. And like, I mean, as far as what you were saying, Philly, it's it's nice to see people out doing the things that we weren't able to do, and you know the things that we wanted to do. We have to. Yeah. Sun, sun's out, cheeks out. Right, yeah. and, and that's the thing about the change of the seasons. I think that's the benefit of having like that. You know, it's been a long winter. Let's face it, right? I mean, and days are longer, and you know, things are starting to show signs of that warmer weather. Mm. That puts you in a better mood, mm-hmm. man. Spiritually, and women get just, pickled out there. I'm gonna tell you. Oh, they, 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 they start. They start really. Yeah. They put them Daisy Dukes on. Oh, they, they start wearing all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. You start talking sexy to them, do you, Hollywood? No, you can watch turn that. down the sheets. <laughs> Talk that later down the street. And whisper goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're really, I mean, I'm pretty respectful. To, to, you know, I'm real nice to the women. That's why they love me there. But <laughs> they've had people lose their jobs. I mean, literally lose their jobs because of. Y'all be careful there now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, takes, I should be talking happen. to somebody, and there could be a woman on that bench, mm. and she feels disrespected by what she just heard and reports you. Oh, dude. You could be having a normal conversation even with the female herself. Even one, guy. one wrong word, run, one mm-hmm. wrong f- phrase. Oh, yeah. And she freaks out. She goes and tells somebody. Now it's a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Run up, just run up behind her, just sneak up behind her and give her a little... <laughs> Next thing you know, HR is calling you. And they, you know, they send a paper out. They, they send a paper out to everybody. Speaking of summer, guys, did you hear about this? The Senate passes a bill that would make daylight savings time permanent. I seen that. So yeah. the Senate on Tuesday passed a measure that would make daylight saving time permanent across the United States. The Sunshine Protection Act, as they call it, uh, was passed. Uh, the bill would uh, still needs to be passed by the House. It's signed by President Joe Biden uh, to become a law. If the measure clears Congress and is signed into law, it would mean no more falling back every year in the fall. Right. So yeah. there's good and bad to that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, summer, we can see the sun starting to dip, like, right around the middle part of June. It's like 930. Yeah. And there's still daylight. You know, we're but, up we're up in the west side of the state at 10 o'clock. There's still daylight. But it's weird. Uh, is it just me, or did the spring forward kind of mess with you a little oh, bit? Dude, oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Every does. year. Yeah. I lost yeah. an hour of sleep, man. Man, I've been thrown off all week this it week. It does. And yeah. actually, you know, yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a stat that the most car accidents actually happen on both the daylight savings and, the, and then the um jump. Is that right? The, really? Yeah. Wow. The most wow. accidents. I don't know if it's just because people feel off their game, they didn't get enough sleep, or maybe they got too much sleep, but it, can, um, it, makes sense. it was reported that the, that's like the most car accidents. They say it takes a couple of weeks for your body to get in transition. I could see that. Yeah. Now, like me, I've been going to bed at 1230, and I got to get up early. My mind, my mind just won't shut down because it's thinking, yeah. okay, because it's, it's lighter than I don't, like this morning. I'm like, Where's the daylight? Yeah. A couple of days ago, I, I was on my way to work, and it was daylight before 7. Right. It's freaking dark this morning after 7. Like, yeah, what's going right on? here, man. What, what, yeah. What's up, man? It throws everything off. It's yeah. really weird. Did you see that red dot the other day? The uh, moon or whatever? Mm-mm. That was down. A girl took a picture. She's like, look at this. My friend, Unreal. would you talk about the red dot? You talk about my red dot? You talk about my red dot one more time, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> Philly, I what like you talking about the Kama Sutra last week. What, what red dot is he talking about? Was it in the sky? Yeah, it was, it was, it was uh, at like the sunset, but it was 
bright orange, like a reddish orange. Yeah. I think I think at that point it might almost be um I don't have my you know, the moon reflecting on the sun rather than the sun reflecting on the moon. And be. I mean it was yeah. a, you look at it like wow. Yeah. That's well, the red dot, huh? Well, yeah, it's, it's like a whenever you get that red dawn at too, you know, sometimes, you know, red don't orange, worry. pink, whatever. I think that's just more of the transition in the yeah, you know, solar out there. So I don't know. the red dot, man. So uh, <laughs> uh, one other quick thing here, Philly. You see, Netflix is testing ways to end password sharing and push viewers to pay extra. Pay extra for what? I mean, come on. Are we? Are you not guilty of using your Netflix account? Like uh, I've used my son-in-law's Netflix oh, yes, account. Yes, he yes, gives yes, me a password, yes. so I don't have to pay for oh, it. Yeah. Right, right. So right. Uh, Netflix has announced it's cracking down on this widespread practice of password sharing between people who don't live in the same household by prompting them to pay an extra fee for their privileges and of watching course. Netflix. That's stupid course. because you have a multifamily, you know, plan. doesn't matter who uses it, where you're using it. What if you go out of town? Okay, so but now you're not in that household. I need money. for a new subscription. Yeah. Bro, they're losing money. They're saying, okay, so, if, you know, like I've used my son-in-law's password for like almost a year until I finally, you know, realized he own. canceled. I'm like, why don't I have Netflix? Like, I was pissed like it was mine. <laughs> you know, he's like, well, I didn't up it because, you know, I've done watching Netflix for a while. So um, at the end of the day, um, Netflix is going to try to approach this uh, in three countries. They're test marketing it in uh, Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru. Wow, what great countries to you test know Netflix. You know what's going to happen, actually? You know, they're going to lose money because people are going to just get rid of it. Well, uh, there's well, the only leg up they have is the fact that a lot of people are getting rid of cable nowadays. That's yeah. true. That's what they're going to is the, the subscription. All the big but deal. But if Netflix starts that, guess what? AMC, one of these HBO, they're all going to gain those customers. Yeah, I mean, people are cutting the cord, right? I mean, there's you a lot of that You can't tell me they're on. they're hurting that bad though. Netflix oh, is no. huge. Ne- Netflix they're making is movies, yeah, movies man. and series. You see, how you have the whole Netflix series. You know, yeah. option on there. I think just James said something about they paid Kanye West like I don't know millions of dollars for that footage for his documentary. So I know they're not hurting for money. No. So I guess what's going to end up happening here, Philly, is that this additional uh, to transfer viewing uh, rights to a friend or a family. It's going to have prompt you to add an extra viewer to your package at a discounted price of two ninety nine a month. So I'll give them a package, right? <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, at that point, you might as well do a, a single person. Single person membership, if, that, if that's what you're going to do. So yeah. eventually, just they, greed. the greed. good, mm-hmm. yeah, then they are making a lot of money. To your point, they're making movies, they're producing movies, they're paying a lot of the big name actors right now. So, like, movies like Paramount and all these big, you know, big producing movie, you know, mega companies. Yeah. Netflix is, you know, locking some of these big actors in for three, four, five movies. I mean, they have to because for a while, I mean, a while ago, they uh, they had like not, nothing on there. Netflix doesn't have nothing. Netflix doesn't have the good movies. They don't have nothing new. And then mm-hmm. you know, as, as of recently, you've seen this dramatic change. Yeah. Okay. Now they're constantly putting new new material out, new movies. Yeah. Movies that you love. Like, yeah. they even have the Halloween Rob Zombies on Netflix now. I would have never right. thought. That's right. Never would have thought. You know, that's near and dear to your dad's heart, that movie. Yeah. Did you say Rob Zombie? Yeah. <laughs> He'll talk about <laughs> Halloween around <laughs> Thanksgiving. Rob Zombie. <laughs> you got so many, you know, different selections Michael. of movies. This is a great mic. Michael. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, hey Hollywood, real quick. Up? Did you start uh, Yellowstone yet? No. I did start it. It's actually really good. I just, I'm trying. I, I got so many different things and going. It's like I don't have the time. To the watch the power. series are the big deal right now. Like uh, something with Anna in it right now. Ruth from. Uh, um, oh, I heard about that. Uh, well, what's the show? Is it 1883? No, it's or? something like Loving Anna. It's a documentary about a okay. girl who kind of bamboozles a bunch of people. And my wife started watching it tonight while I'm doing the podcast. Mm. 
And um, this is the the lady that was Ruth in um, Ozark. Ozark. Yeah. So this is like a new big series, and that's just a thing. Like, right, Mateo? Like a lot of Netflix stuff is becoming like series. So what? it's like season one, two, three, four. I'm like. I mean, you got into this Game of Thrones, and you didn't think you were going to like, but was now you're like Doctor Who. Three. I think, I think with series, the whole the whole, thing with, yeah. the whole thing with series is is that is Throwing that cliffhanger <laughs> at the end of every show, that cliffhanger, that climax that it hits, and then that, that person's so interested in seeing that next episode. Yeah. <laughs> you keep saying cliffhanger, I keep thinking of oh, Did you happen to say climax? <laughs> I haven't reached it yet. <laughs> Oh, I told the boss today, so you know they just call me back in high school. <laughs> <laughs> she fell for it. She's like, what? So they call me meat. <laughs> they call him meat. Vagine uh, hang like slave of wizard. It's <laughs> like, I need an airplane hang off of this motherfucker. Yes. Hey, gentlemen, um, how about one of the greatest, dude? How about one of the greatest? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. God. Unbelievable, man. Yeah, R.I.P. to Scott Hall, man. God. Sad, sad, sad. sad. What a bummer, man. Yeah, we we had a little special tribute for him on the outro for tonight's podcast. On a hip surgery, man. That's what I heard. It wasn't anything like liver failure, because didn't those guys do like a lot of steroids and And a lot of drinking? He had a drinking problem. He relapsed on some, what was it, drinking, not drugs? He had a problem. He kind of cleaned himself up, I read. Hey, yo, big cub, where the party at? Hey, Hogan. This was a guy who was. You what, want war with me, man? Sixty-three <laughs> years old was he? Yeah, yeah sixty-three. Yes. Oh, that's too bad, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's got I, all great. Iconic for the NWO, obviously. <clears throat> in that ladder match with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania yes, man, made yes. him iconic. Yeah, great character, man. Was he what one of the bummer. greatest Intercontinental Champions? Absolutely. It's sad. Yeah, I'm. Absolutely. I'm sorry. They yeah. they did their they did their best. Uh, you know, Kevin Nash came out and just said. Everything going on with him, we're going to try to get his family all set together, make sure everybody's in position before they pull the plug. They had him on life support, seeing that he was struggling. It's not worth seeing somebody go through that. But to have the people that mean the most to him in the right spots, right position, you know, make sure everybody's, okay, this is what's going on. And then they finally did it. But, Mm. you know, I mean, it sucks. It sucks. It really does. He's one of the greatest. I mean, I remember when he came over to uh, CW, said, "I, I think you know why I'm here. We're coming. And Bischoff, he's like, listen, Bischoff, and where's billionaire Ted? We <laughs> <laughs> had the blue team. Joe Hoffman. He had that blue team jacket. Hey, Bob. Hey, buddy. Oh, yeah, God. It was Was amazing. he like one of your guys' uh, favorite wrestlers in that Him time? and Kevin Nash were the outsiders. Yeah. And they were looking for the third man. And the third man was Hogan. Yeah. And we were all blown away by it when he was, they were beating up on Savage. Yeah. Like, well, who's the third man? Who's the third man? Well, here comes Hogan. He's coming down. He's going to save him. Mm. He's coming down the aisle, and he's like, you know, he's got the Hawkster stuff on, and he finally just takes a look over, and he drops that big leg drop on him. Like, he's the third man. Damn yeah, you, yeah. Hogan. Just one of those iconic moments in wrestling. Oh, you know? dude. Yeah. Who they would have thought of Hulk Hogan as a bad guy? You know? You, he caught you by surprise. Yeah. yeah. Totally that, off that, guard. That, you're talking about at a, at a pinnacle. Yeah. At a pinnacle, you bring him out. Well, listen here, Mean Gene. Well, this was the, the problem, too. That's why WWE wouldn't induct him into the Hall of Fame because of all his drinking problems and whatnot and all the issues he was having. But he finally got cleaned up, and then he was known for that iconic quote was, hard work pays off, dreams come true, bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Yes. It was he really, really cool. cool. Was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. That, that was his Hall of Fame quote, too, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it's like, 
you, you can't judge somebody based off of their character outside of it. You know what I mean? What he's done inside the the sport of entertainment for WWE, you yeah. know, WWF, whatever. He he built this legacy. You can't you can't not introduce somebody no. there just because of his character outside. Okay, people go through their own struggles. If he yeah. wasn't doing it as he was, you know, a part of this, that that, that doesn't base everything judged off that. I do it every morning at work. My buddy Dennis. Hey yo. Exactly. He walks in. Where the party at? <laughs> and I always used to like when Kevin out. He'd be like, "Ooh, billionaire dead." But these guys took it to a level that was just, just crazy, man. Yeah, those charismatic figures. He was one of them, man. Yeah, just one they of those partied. Iconic figures. Ric Flair partied. Oh yeah. I mean, these guys. They said they go in a bar and, and, and Nash and all them guys. Hogan wasn't like he didn't. He didn't do the party. Bar. Yeah. Bar. <laughs> those guys would drink, man. You know, oh, yeah. what, do you guys, I mean, wrestling has not returned to that iconic state that it used to be back when, when all these different characters it's and all these personalities, yeah. those guys created something special. Yes, you know, yes. All the people you're talking about, and some that you haven't even mentioned, I mean, that was fun to watch. I don't care if you were a wrestling fan or not. That was entertainment, man. Yeah, I what? think, well, now it's like there's all these the dirt sheets. You kind of know everything that's going to happen before exactly. it happens. Kind of right. free excitement out of it. Yeah, oh. you, know, you know too much about it, and it's like it's just too much at times. Whether, you know, whether it's before not the same. it was scripted or not. You knew it, but Those still. guys built their own legacy yeah. based off of the character they had. Now it's like, okay, well, we already know what this legacy is based off of what we're seeing. Yeah, you know it's already all played out. It's already all you know. It's like we know who's gonna win. I mean, these guys can go to like Comic Con or something like that, oh. like where they go to these places, right? And they draw in the fans. Like yeah. you could just be a one man show, you know, like your favorite guy. You know, uh, you were just talking about him. Your your guys, uh, who's the guy we talk about? Uh, Rick Flair is it? Yeah, Rick oh, Flair. Rick, Rick Flair. Flair. I mean, that dude's what's oh. close to seventy. Seventy three right years and he's old. He's still out there. Whoo! He's still yeah. doing his thing, you know, and he's, yeah. you know, but you know he, was sick and he was sick there for a while. He almost, he almost died. Yeah. And which amazes me that some of these guys, I mean, like Hulk Hogan, you know, he's had to juice, right? Some oh, of these guys, yeah. I mean, I seen a picture of the undertaker not too long ago, man. He's a, he's a downward scale of what he used to be. He's a yeah. half the size, yeah. but you know, some of these guys, they stayed in great shape. They, you know, did a lot of stuff uh, to keep themselves going, but uh, that was entertainment, man. It really was. It was fun yeah. to watch. And yeah. you got to, you know, you got to, you got to appreciate it for wrestling, true wrestling fans that appreciate it and you keep it there because you'll never see that again. Well, they no. captivate on things yeah. like Hulk Hogan, the real American versus Sergeant Slaughter, who was like a turncoat military guy. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? They yeah. played into that, and it was oh, awesome, oh, but it was yeah. the first time it had been done. Yes. Yeah. Right now you see things like that. It's like, come on, a guy. You know, they, were a the, they were the innovators, Philip, yeah. right? Yeah, Those absolutely. were the pioneers of what made that sport as big as it was. And like and when they had Hogan, the American dream, you know, he, he fought the Russians, Nikolai Volkov and all them. You know what I mean? He said, that's when it was good. You know, you had guys in the ring, not yeah. in the real world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stone Cold. Let me oh. tell you something, Tony Chevalier. <laughs> touch, touch, touch. You know what I seen? Was uh, China in the ring. She smacked Stone Cold. He walked out and she, and she went and grabbed him and he said, he gave her the stunner. <laughs> and I thought Stone Cold was going to take shit for that because she was a girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember and that. You see when she yeah. stunned him? But what broke my heart yesterday was watching Chris Benoit yeah. with mm. Kurt Angle in a cage match. I just... After what happened, how all that went down with his son and everything. You remember that, B? That big story? It was, it was all over the news where he um, took his wife's life, his kid's life, and then took his own life. 
The wrestler, a Canadian wrestler. This was years ago. I, I think I vaguely remember something uh, about hearing about that. Yeah, but, brutal, it, but how, how he took his son's life was he put his wrestler moving on his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's that's sad. But what happens to a mind when you go to that dimension? You know, well, I think back to taking roids and stuff like that. I think that's why that stuff. It's such a slippery slope. You got to oh, be careful man. with the shit that you're putting in your body. Man. I mean, you well, have an do you think Ric Flair was really taking it? Because he never really was like in that. that he was that never. He just right. a little bit. Body, you know a little bit. But I mean, these guys hit talk back to him. He was seventy three years old. Correct me if I'm wrong. He did just have his birthday. He goes, I'm out here, seventy three years old, and I'm still wooing. I'm still wooing. And what did, did his little walk? Seventy three years old. You know that that's an icon right there. Yeah, he still you know? got his hair yeah. bleach blonde, all that oh, crazy yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah. that was fun. I enjoyed that, and I wasn't like the biggest wrestling fan. But man, they could sell arenas out. Man, oh, I'm God, talking. You know their name. I mean, you know their name compared to now. WWE has to keep bringing back those names to bring their. You know, that's what brings the people. Everybody already knows those guys. In WWE, it's like, who's this guy? Who's Just this guy? Don't bring back Goldberg, please. <laughs> no, iconic never, never a Goldberg fan. Stan, I like Jake Goldberg. the Snake Roberts, oh. Macho Man Randy Savage, Mr. Perfect, oh, The Undertaker. Yeah, All these guys from 30 years ago, you, you still know them. I remember seeing band. Savage in Detroit getting that beat up Cadillac. We outside, look at me. I'm your rapper. Get in the car. I gotta find something here on TikTok. Just you guys know, keep talking. This I never trusted Hogan. We were never friends. Elizabeth, you better believe after Saturday Night Live, you're gonna go down on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he spoke his words, there was like a drag in a couple of the words. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> and like when I watched the old WWF on um, Peacock, Every single commercial It's a Slim Jim commercial <laughs> Every single time Oh yeah But I, I, I was like I was asking my brother I was like Dude was he on drugs? And this guy, this <laughs> he guy just cranked he's up a, he's a, He got, he got me like, he One got of the best commentators too yeah. sometimes Oh for sure Yeah, yeah. You guys got, Okay so yeah. I, I know you're on TikTok If you don't mind when I play like, This, this is, guy doesn't even know what he's doing Just listen to this guy This is my impression of Macho Man Randy Savage Wishing me a happy birthday Happy birthday, Ryan! Whoa. Yeah, I just wanna say I'm super proud of you. Yeah, you got <laughs> so close good. to two hundred thousand followers. You're on TikTok, and that is really something special. Oh yeah, it's something really special. You should be really proud of. And I just wanna tell you, I know the haters—they bring it down, and you don't wanna do the videos anymore. But guess what? You're the cream. You're the cream of the crop. Cream always rises to the top. Yeah. I, I remember That's what you're like, you know. I remember what he said. Money, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is the hands to the hands. The cocky. Yeah. I mean, those are, once again, names, icons that people know. You bring up their name, you automatically know who they are. You know their image. And you just don't have that now. And you know the bad thing is how Savage died. He was driving, had a heart attack, was driving, was with his wife, and crossed lanes. And ran into a tree. That's how his life ended. Yeah. Sad. You never mm-hmm. know when your number's up, man. That's the thing. That, uh, 57 years old, Savage. Whether Crazy. you control it or whether you don't. Yeah. You, know. you know 24th Street Pizza for their award-winning pizzas. From their barbecue chicken, deep south dill, and BLT pizzas, to their Hawaiian barbecue, super veggie, and even chicken fettuccine Alfredo pizza, they have so much to choose from. But they've got more than just pizza at 24th Street Pizza. They've also got toasted subs, flatbreads, chicken, fish, pasta, salads. The list goes 
Amazon. Plus, with free delivery in Port Huron, it's no surprise they have over a thousand five-star reviews. To view their entire menu and to place an order online, visit 24thStreetPizza.com. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. All right, boys, it is now time for the fives of the week. So in honor of our guest, Mateo, today we are doing things we would change. So, Mateo, go ahead, my man, and start it off. Oh, yeah. Ah. Hey, did you taste that? <laughs> Slap right in the air. Tastes like a little snap it. Smell that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. We heard a little extra. There was a little extra there. (laughs) (laughs) Who's pickled? Oh, so crazy, bro. All right. So I I think I'm going to go with my first one. I'm going to do my location of living, Um, just Mm. per se. You know, nothing against Michigan at all or anything like that. You know, and obviously I have family here. Um, But when it comes to overall happiness and and the state of where you're living at, then... uh, I just don't, I don't seek it here. I feel like I, I'm better off in a state where most of the time it's sunny, mm-hmm. all the time. So, um, you know, somewhere south, obviously, I don't know where it would be at, but that'd be uh, something I would, I'd want to change for myself. So but, you, you don't like, you don't care for the four seasons? You'd rather be somewhere nice and warm all the time? I like them. I think uh, the big thing is, like, a lot of people say, well, I got family, I got this. Okay, well, also, you got to understand that family does want to go on vacations. Mm-hmm. So if they really wanted to, they can come and see me. That's true. Or if I miss if I miss the four seasons, maybe I'm down there, and then in the winter I come and see them. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have your pros and your cons. Are you willing to take that big risk? Okay. So That's fair. <clears throat> I like that. Are you a con or a pro? Are you a con or a pro? I'm a con. <laughs> <laughs> Dig it. All right, uh, Apple Snatch. What Apple you got over snatch. there? Yeah. <laughs> Today, Junior. <laughs> Can you read it? <laughs> it's a very special Damn one to me. Very I couldn't care less about the team struggling. <laughs> I think uh, we all kind of feel this. Speaking of Michigan. Getting new ownership to the Detroit Lions. Hey, yes. that was an wow. example. Yeah, well, I mean, it, that, it's a good example. I know I threw it out there. I yeah. left that one open. I no, yeah. I didn't. I believe that. Please the, give us new ownership. The Detroit Lions need a football organization type mentality of winning and bringing the, you know, the ultimate prize here. You don't mm-hmm. say. Um, the Fords have not cut it for how many years they've had this. And it's time to move on, I believe, to sell the team. Amen yeah. to that, bro. It's, it's that better. love-hate relationship. Yeah, it's yeah. better better for the team. And um, I'm not, I, I don't actually believe, do they deserve a championship, the Fords? No, the Fords themselves, no. That, that's where that love-hate relationship comes for. Everybody loves the team. We hate the ownership. Right, right. So we've seen where they've changed that, and, that, and that's a big thing. That's why I kind of put that as an example. I knew everybody was going to feel on that one. So if you used it, you used it. We can all talk about I'd it. I'd love to see an owner on the sideline, stroking the sideline, up and down, caring for about this team. Really? Oh, yeah. Are you talking yeah. about Jerry? <laughs> no, I mean, Watch not to that extent. Talk my name, Paul. <laughs> I like uh, the ownership of Atlanta Falcons, that guy right there. Yeah. He, yeah. He, you know what I mean? He's out there, and that's what we need. We need that here. 
Yeah, so I don't know. You need more football people there, man. Yeah. Yes, you know? absolutely. I think this is for a lot of times in sports, um, teams don't succeed because it's more or less of a hobby for a lot of these owners. Big right, money, right. you know, just something, a little side hustle, whatever. Mm-hmm. They know they can make money. You see it a lot in the MLB. And I think your most successful football organizations, it's football people running yeah, the show. Right, you know right. I mean? did, you, did you have her where she's she's more satisfied <clears throat> with her name being out there? Sure. You know, where it's going to bring a little bit more for them on their end rather than the football team success. Yeah. And that's just something we don't need. And their biggest thing is the, is the sport. Yep. So that comes first over everything. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree one. with yeah. you. I definitely think there's uh, we're you, the reality is though they'll never sell the team. They I mean, have to. I mean, they don't have to, but I mean, with the right amount for of us. money for us for the fans, as fans, yeah. and even as maybe even as players, maybe. But <sighs> you know, I mean, what is it? Uh, you mentioned like Arthur Blank. The owner of the Falcons, he's prevalent. He's always there. Like, yes, and I yes. get it. Maybe Martha Ford's daughter's taking over operations. A Jerry Buss, like the Lakers. Yeah, you still see the passion. Like these people are like, like they're just introverted. They, oh, they'll show them on the big screen once in a while, right, sitting right. in their luxury box on the fifty-yard line. But you just don't feel that ooze of like, you know, want. Like yeah. you get from these they other teams that there. have won right. yeah. Super Bowls or championships, like with the Detroit Lions, it's you know Philly said it's almost like a hobby when you own the Ford Motor Company. Yeah. I mean, what's, I mean, this is this is your toy box, toy, an NFL right. team. You know, I want to see lot of this beer. team win. Yeah, I want I want to be a part of this team. I want this team to win. I'm going to do whatever I can in my power to see this team win. That's what we need. Yes. Yeah. Rod, Rod Wood, he's more concerned about you know how much they're raising hot dogs. Right. Yeah. Instead of trying to raise the uh, the win column, you know. Yeah. What I'm Look at them they're all getting beer. That's more money in our pocket. I mean, no, that, that's yeah. that's unacceptable. But I mean, if you have a successful winning team, that's going to bring even more. Because you got to think if you go to you go to Ford Field half the time during the games, unless you're versus a good team. How many open seats? Mm. Yeah. How many open seats? Cures a yeah, lot okay. of you, not a lot. It brings players. It brings fans. It brings merchandise. It brings you know a lot more to the organization than yes. just for the fans to to see a winning team. Right. I mean, think about free agents. What appeals to Detroit to a free agent right now? Well, anyone shit in thirty years. Oh, I mean, when it comes when it comes to the ownership, I mean, I guess that's not really necessarily the big part about it. Obviously, it's the mm-hmm. cultural change. But obviously, we've had that cultural change in the coaching, the staff, everything like that. As far as ownership, we need that cultural change. Yeah, yeah. I agree with Absolutely. you, man. Yep. I yeah. agree with Hollywood. Absolutely. Change that ownership, man. Yep. <clears throat> All right, GMB, what do you got? Um, so I went with four day work weeks. I like nice. to I like to mandate nice. that to be I like that a lot. Ten, nice. ten hour days is good with me, and if you if you have the option to throw some overtime in, they pay you time and a half. I would like to see Friday, Saturday, Sunday mandatories. Yeah, and mm. if I was I the new it. boss coming into your place, I'd make that happen. You sign that like, contract. I that's need what you do. your vote. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have sex with that I woman. I need <laughs> your vote. I'm going to do four day work week. I think I think as an employee, you need you need those days. You do, especially if you're doing a you know extensive week. You know those four days, then you have your three days off. Those three days, whether you party, whether you relax, whether you you know get yourself together, those those three days off could mean a lot. Hell yeah. And it can change everybody's perspective on their work. They come back that Monday like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. I could go hard as all those four days, four oh, tens yeah. or whatever, I do maybe it. extra. Yeah. What would you Absolutely. guys think about a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and a possible Sunday every other week? No, I couldn't. I couldn't do, do the skip schedule. Why would I work, no. work on a Sunday? That's football. I, I, go, I, I go to, I go to work, but it's double time. I couldn't do the flip flop thing. 
I'm, yeah, I'm I go to work and then I have work. I don't have work tomorrow, but I have work the next day. It's just your whole your body wouldn't adjust. <clears throat> yeah, it'd be like the time change, right? Yeah. You're like yeah. you know you you can go out clubbing, but then you got to get up for work the next day. About a five day, ten hours a day, and then you got your weekends off. I mean, a lot of places do. That's yeah, on the table for that. a lot. Of, you get I'm, your ten hours overtime, but you're not getting a Saturday or Sunday. I'm saying like the time. work from home thing right now is a big deal, right? So a lot yeah. of people are happy they have the work from home option. They call it a hybrid right now. Yeah, Whatever right, since yeah, the yeah. pandemic, it's happened a lot. Some people have mandatorily said, okay, it's a work from home, mm-hmm. home office, everything. And I know that's made life easy for a lot of people. Doesn't mean they're not working. Right. But think right. about this: if you are commuting to and from a job at gas four twenty five a gallon, that's saving you money for sure. You know, your lifestyle. I mean, even if you you know just calculate the dollars you're saving on a monthly right there, that's anything. More in your bank, right? Mm-hmm. And you're productive. You're working from home. Granted, you're in your, you know, shorts and t-shirt, but you know, I mean, when you got a Zoom, money. you just throw on that sport coat, whatever you got to do, and button it up. You yeah. know, yeah. how you doing? <laughs> how yeah. you doing? Talk about right, money. Right. You might you might make I a cooked home meal rather than uh, you know going out for lunch at work. There's the yeah. difference right there. You know, you already yeah. spent that money at the grocery store. How about store, thirty-five bucks a day in gas to forty? That's what my buddy spent. Yeah, no, a um, day, a day to come to work. That's a two-hour drive. Is this the drive. dude coming in from Ohio? Come from Saginaw. Oof. Oh, that guy, you got a guy That's coming a from Saginaw drive, all the way down where you're at? Oh, yeah. dollars a day. Damn, Damn dude. But no, I, feel, I feel like a four-day four week is definitely, like, ideal. If they ideal. had given you an option, yeah. say, Very like, ideal. you can do a five-day, you know, you know, eight hours or whatever the hell it is, and then they give you a four-ten option, I think that'd be kind of cool. That would almost be, like, an incentive for right, some here, people. Yeah. Here you go. Here, here's your option. This... Here's where you can do that change of schedule. This week you're doing four days. Next week, every other week you're gonna do the five days. Yeah, fine. Every other week you're gonna do the four days. Every other week you're gonna do the five days. It's almost kind of like you can plan long weekends that way. Because now you know your schedule. I can plan this rather than okay, I'm just gonna get this day off. You know, for me, like in the winter, for for my job is they want to keep us under forty hours. Hmm. So if I worked extensive hours Monday through Thursday, I could have that Friday off, but I would never know. But if I knew going into the week, this week I'm going to work four days, I have that Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, I could plan a trip, Yeah. plan right after work, right. yeah. you know, I could do whatever I want. Thursday night, I'm going to shower up, pack up the car, the truck, oh, yeah. or I'm catching a flight out to Fort Lauderdale, I'm down there for, you know, get down there Thursday night, got all day Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back, boom, back to work on even, Monday. Even better, I, really I could take that, that one day vacation, one. take a Thursday off, and now I have a four day weekend, need your the other three days are not penalty. <laughs> You so. got my vote, Bill. <laughs> I need your vote. How you doing? All right. Well, well, this one, uh, this doesn't necessarily affect me, but it, it's affected a lot of my loved ones, family, and friends, and that's changed the child support system and make it fair for all. Yeah. Um, fortunately for me, you know, I've been blessed not to have to go through that. Um, even though all the things I've gone through with my son's mother, we've, you know, got a good relationship, and that's not the, the case for everybody. And I've seen a lot of guys really get hurt. And... Um, <clears throat> And women too, and it's just not right that guys always get the short stick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think that's really unfortunate. So I think for a lot of people's, the betterment of a lot of people that I know and love, I think that would definitely help. And here's just a snippet of what you know, some things people deal with. Thank you. 
That's in a nutshell. These women are using these poor men who might be making the good money. They're too. They know they got their sugar daddy bringing them their monthly payments. Why go to work? But even I mean, that, even that's even a vice real. Versa. That's real. I seen that. That's yeah. a really happened in court. This woman was like, I don't want to go to just work. live in this facade of like just living off somebody else's income. You're gonna do dickens yeah. about it. Even you know? vice versa. You if the female me. makes that much you more money me. or whatever, and the, and the male says, you know, what? I'm just gonna stay at home. Listen, it takes. It, it doesn't happen as much. Hundred percent. It takes two to tangle. Two right. people made that child. Somebody opened their leg. Someone dropped a dime. So it takes two of them. They got to work together, and it shouldn't just be one person working their ass off while another person just. I didn't even say to pay low. At the end of the day, it's not fair for the. It's <laughs> not fair to the child. At all, at the end of the day, it's because you know the, kids. Yeah, the way that you know something like that could happen, it could affect that person. Not not say just the child yet, but it affects that person, whatever the mother or the father, and then now they take it out on the child. Now it really affects the child. You can't. Yeah. It, it's just not fair either way you look at it. You know, it can't be vice versa. If they want to do it in, in a judge court, that judge has to make a decision that's going to work best for the family, not just for one person. It's abusing the system. <clears throat> you know, yeah. I really yeah. believe it is. Yeah. There's a lot of poor guys that, you know, have to give up more than 50% of their paycheck every week. Yeah, and it's not even just the money piece. It's also the, the visitation, you yeah. know, because there's certain things that might hinder a father or a mother that they did in their past that they've completely, you know, turned their life around and they're fully capable of, of taking right. care of a child that can't because of this. You know what I mean? And yeah. it takes one person to have that bad rap on you to where it hinders your entire relationship. And that only affects the relationship between the child and the father or the mother. Yeah. yeah. So I think that there's definitely um, a lot of work that can be done there. Yeah, and these are the same people that'll be posting social media. Oh, I'm heading yeah. down to Disneyland. Oh, or just bought a new camper, and the poor guy that's helping fuel that fire. He's got to struggle to work. Is like, hey, this money I thought was supposed to help my son or daughter, but yet you're fucking me on this. And, right. You know, judges should look at that stuff, too, the right and wrong, and the, ethic, you know, the ethical side of that stuff. Some of that stuff is just wrong. And I know what that judge said later in that piece you just yeah, played, yeah. Philly. It's a little she, bit longer She piece. pretty much, uh, you know, put that lady in check. For sure. Rightfully so. Yeah, you know what I mean, absolutely. Man. You could tell that person did not want to like have any interest in working no. at all. No, Nothing for the child. Nothing for the, even if it, if you do not want to for the child, you are not willing to do that. That's horrible. So, yeah. all right, Ma- Mateo, back to you. All right, uh, just a little bit to switch up. Nothing to do with me, um, but I'm gonna go with world hunger. Okay, I wish I could change world hunger. I, f- I believe that honestly that nobody living. Whether you know it's an animal, whether it's a, a human or any type of living species, you should not go with being hungry. We have too much food supply, too much, you know, supplies in general, and the opportunities to be able to give out more than more than even any of us can hold in our hands. Mm-hmm. And yet, there's people out here that are struggling to even find something to drink, something to eat, even something to snack on. They're sitting there nibbling on their own finger, because at the end of the day, they ha- they don't have nothing. If I could change one thing. That'd be something I want to change, whether it's for, you know, just a, a group, a small group, a big group, a city, a state, a, whatever. That'd be something that's like interest, high interest, whatever, food drive, no matter what it is. Giving somebody else a plate, knowing that I can afford mine and give you some, then that, that'd be something I'd want to do. Thank you for that. That's very good. Is that why you're nibbling on your fingers? <laughs> <laughs> I think he just likes that stench. Oh, yes. <laughs> Green eggs and ham. This one high. <laughs> good one. I think nice. there's a... I love it. It's very yeah. commendable. Very good. I got a good one here I think you guys will like. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I believe that a lot of us pay too much in federal taxes. 
yeah. that we work hard for, and we see look at our paycheck and we're like, half of it goes away this way. Yeah. And we should have more that we're working, we're busting our ass, more coming back to us mm-hmm. and not worried about an income tax, this and that. It should be right out the gate. We worked for it. We get more, and you know, I'm not saying not pay. It would be nice not to pay federal tax. Sure. But we know that's not realistic. Let's think of it this way. You're using taxed money to pay for taxes on things that you bought on sure. taxed money. Exactly. So I <laughs> believe. <laughs> it's, I it's, believe not, it's not a free country. No. Don't kid yourself. But like, not at all. That's like, that's like quadruple dilemma yeah. there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So how are we ever broken? You look at it and you're like, damn, I put this money and this is what I get. I know. Wow. And the more. And like you said, like, going back to your thing right there. Why should I work? He's working. That Stop whining. Shit. You know what I'm saying? The more you make, the more they take, too. It is. It's well, crazy. I mean, women like that, they sit there and do that because, you know, people that are working, their taxes are going to go for them mm-hmm. and their insurance and stuff like that, whatever mm-hmm. the case is. You know, they, they don't deserve So that. I'd like to change that where we could all get more money. Everybody, our work, yes, everyone around. Yes, I dig it, man. I mean, I'm average middle class person, man. Yeah. I got like <clears throat> two years in a row getting audited for like what? Now I got to go through all these hoops and delay yeah. my money. It's you bullshit. Got, you got audited, bro. Yeah, oh. they must think we're making a killing on the fives of the week. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't think so. <laughs> That's no. nuts, man. Um, okay, so um, for me, I would like to find a cure for all cancer, Alzheimer's. And all the diseases in the world. If there yeah, is ever a way to cure, and I'm sure there's cures for some of these things. And, um, you know, every one of us has known or lost somebody to cancer. Um, my dad had Alzheimer's. I see what it does to the mind after a while. Um, you know, there's some bad diseases out there that you just wish that we could figure out yeah. as a global society to cure some of these things. So... I would rather find that someone passes by natural causes over yes. years of yes. time spent mm-hmm. here on Earth because we're only right. here for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. What's 80 years, 90 years, if God gives you that? It's right. really not a long time in theory. You know, you go back in history books and look at things that happened 100, 200, 300, 400 years ago, and you're like, wow, doesn't seem all too long ago. So I, I would like to see if I had something or I had a magic way of fixing things that would be something that would go into lines with like you said Mateo like world hunger things like that there's just you know we should be grateful for what we have here Mm -hmm. but you can't cure some things you know and and that's awesome because like you gotta think like something that's been around for so long how do you not have a cure do you think they have a cure I do but you got something that came up so recently but yet they've been doing research on it for 30 odd some years or whatever and and now all of a sudden in six months you come out with a vaccination here's a booster Mm -hmm. no one's sick now we're down to you know three percent of the population has covid just like that things have been cured and fixed is there that simple cure for cancer is there is it more about the money and about you know carmonos institutes and the big you know, pharma people still bringing in a bunch of money and things. Bezos, like great, great guy. My biggest great hate guy. for it, and and all those, and when it comes to diseases and stuff like that, if you live a long, long life and, and you have a disease, I get it, I understand. You know, it, maybe it's just that time, whatever. You've been exposed. The, the, the diseases, I hate when it happens to a child. Yeah, that's the that's worst. Sad. You know, a kid, a baby, you know, even a toddler, yeah. teen, yeah. young, young age, and your life is gone because of a disease that they cannot seem to find nothing for. But when we look at it like <clears> this. And, and we all know, because we have different age groups here, it, it's a part of us that we're naive when we're born, as we're coming up and we're growing up, you know? Like, nothing's going to happen to us. We're young, but 
as as you get older, you start learning that we're we're no different. We're a number. We're tagged. We're born with a mm-hmm. tag, mm-hmm. and all bleed blood. If yeah. we fix all this, then this doctor don't work. This nurse don't work. This hospital's not here because. We don't have sick people in there. Michigan potholes, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and so roads, ain't nobody gonna have tires. We just, we just figure that, <laughs> yeah. you know, it is what it is, and that's it, it's unfortunately it's very sad that we're all a number. Yeah, well, that's a good point. You know, s- some mean, that, will get it. That's some the point will, of some the will government. get it. They will get it. You know, a a they went. Do you say it's luck? I got a buddy, you know, whose wife just going through hell. Why? Why not take that scumbag? No. That molested that child. The guys that are right. in jail. You know what I mean? That you're feeding. He don't care. Yeah. 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 Did you hear about this dude that was shooting homeless people in New York? They, they caught him. They caught him. Yes. They caught this son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what? Saying. I say I say eye for eye. Yeah. I say roll that son of a bitch up and tuck him in a corner in an alley and fucking give him the bullet. But yeah. we can't. Eye for an eye. No, we right? can't. We can't do you that. Know? I mean, that almost comes like with the whole um, Cain Velasquez. I think you guys talked about it or whatever. Um, you know, he killed... His uncle or whatever, a family member, because they molested the child. His niece, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. You're going to molest yeah. a child. So <laughs> this man, whether a family member or not, you molest a child, and, I, and I'm going to, you know, give you what you deserve. And yeah. now he's going to be the one that's, you know, he suffers, in trouble. Right. right. Yeah. And, you know, you're only trying to do the right thing. You, okay, God, you know, you don't want to take somebody's life. But in a, in a situation like that where, you know, whether it's, a, you know, a kid or even an adult, and they yeah. can have nothing to do about being, you know, whatever the case was. You have no way of doing anything about it but somebody else does why should they get no justice for it yeah i mean there's a lot of a whole bunch of different stuff yeah i want to cure the things that are hurting the the wrong people like you know the cancers and stuff like that but there's a lot of people the right people the right people there are a lot of people who are mentally sick that have not seek the help that they may they should have gotten but the people that are just mentally gone and doing things like that and a lot of times these guys are you know, they were, they were in court at one point in time, and the judge let them off for good behavior, but their mind still wasn't right. Here's mm-hmm. a slap on the wrist. So, yeah, yeah. Go know, ahead. a leopard doesn't change its spots, right? Well, so, it's not like you throw somebody with a mental health issue in jail for 30 days. How's that helping? It doesn't them? fix no, that. You're, you're, it doesn't you're caging an uh, animal that's already got shit going on with them. You Absolutely. Know what I'm it, it does nothing. More anger. Right? You want to do, do, do a job security, put them in a hospital. That's mm-hmm. what they used to be for. I mean, it's for to treat those that cannot do anything beyond their own power. Yeah. Your mental illness, nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows where it comes from, what you're thinking, un- unless you express it yourself. So if you want to give them the right help, put them in a position where they can get the right help, not put them in a position where they're going to just act out right. even yeah. worse. Yeah. yeah. I tell you, dare to elaborate on pickleitis. <laughs> 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 what can you do for the Schwarzenegger? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're up, Philly. All right, good stuff, B. So um, one of mine is uh, change the professional care and comfort for the sick, children, elderly, and veterans. Yes. Um, you know, I've been a witness to this, just not not care up to snuff. You know, and I think, again, children coming into the world deserve the best care, and then our elderly, elderly who have been around, gone through, you know, the ups and downs deserve to be taken care of. Um, the circle of life is beautiful yet very sad. And um, everybody deserves to experience that. Some people not as fortunate. Um, at the very least, again, they should be cared for just as well. And I just think a lot of times people abuse that, people in those roles. And uh, I think we got to do a better job. So I would definitely change that, put them at the highest priority. Yeah, right, right. right. Our young absolutely. children and our elderly, got to take care of them. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Young, absolutely. young children, that. you're trying to bring them into it. The elderly, they've already built 
what yeah. they what they've already done. So you have to take care of it. It's you the glory to. years. Let them ride it out in the yeah. sunset, yeah. man. You know, uh, cater to them. Let them enjoy. I mean, don't get me it. wrong. You see some old 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 bastard walking around the street. Like, what's this guy doing? You know, yeah. He got his pants pulled all the way up, socks showing. <laughs> right. Looks like he doesn't even belong out here. He doesn't even know where he's going. But you know, you got to think the life that he lived. Right. right. You don't know right. their backstory. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, just go on down to Grand River and hit the bus stop. You know, you could have been one of us. One of us sitting at this table. You know, not lived his life. Maybe maybe one day he was like, hey, yo. <laughs> that tongue was going a mile a minute back in the day, but <laughs> You know, back in the day. It was 20 minutes ago. Rapid speed. Oh, yeah, man. Back so that's you. number two. Mate. Mate. Yeah, that's good. Um, I think that something that we need to change is um, the school education and, then how, and how they teach you, you know, growing up from even start to finish. Um, they don't teach you, I mean, they do teach you things to put one and one together. We obviously get that, but that equal three from the school I come from, (laughs) but teaching you things that, that, that you need in life, you know, like sign a check, you know, get, uh, build your credit, you know, how to, how to, how to maybe make a small business or, you know, just anything that is life adequate, you know, you need these things. Start an only fan site. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a way to make money. Show them motherfucking toes, bro. <laughs> Come on, don't bullshit me. There's just there's just a lot more things to education that I feel like they're leaving outside of you know what really needs to be told or said that you know your kids would excel um, if there was just more taught to it. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. Me, me and I'm, I don't have no kids, but you know, me growing up, it's like okay, well, maybe if I was taught this, I'd be at a whole different state of you know where I'm at. Well, they're pickling your mind now. Yeah, my mind was <laughs> yeah, my, was my, my mind was pickled yeah. too late. Right, right. <laughs> they're teaching things that are just they're so different than what we're used to coming up to, and they're making things right, and it's not. So it's like this whole um, open. it's like the whole math thing, the Common Core, like the way they teach it now. It's so different than how we we were taught. You know, oh, hey, yeah. let's just get to the answer. Now they want to show you all these freaking steps. I guess in hindsight, it's good to put the work in. But at the end of the day, like there's there's a lot of shit for these kids to do, mm-hmm. and a lot to process. And your mind can only handle so much. Yes. And now that things are so prominent with social media and technology, I think less is more. Well, yeah. I, I think I think with that, you know, I was actually touching base with my with my buddy who's about to finish college, and he was saying, you know, when it comes to common sense between one and another. There's different things that you're going to learn from this person or this person, where the difference is okay. Well, obviously, you know, one plus one is is two. Okay, that's your common sense that you got a common a common average person is going to do this. But if I learn from this person and now I know three plus three is six, you got that too because it's common sense for you. But if I go six divided by two, that's three. You didn't know that because you learned here compared to me learning here. Mm, right. So there's a big difference if you if you just put it all together. There's a there's a big edu- educational you know blank spot where it's I need to learn this in order for me to be advanced in the life. Where you're just showing me, you're just showing me what one plus one is. I don't really need to know that. Right, 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 right. I don't really need to know how to count my dollars. I need to know how to use them. Yeah. Right, exactly. And I, I think fundamentally, some of the education stuff that's out there right now, they're they're teaching kids, you know, a lot of things like you talked about, Philly. The math equations are showing you how it breaks down a hundred different ways. But let's get to the, you know, the fruit of what the answer is here. And is there a simpler way to do that? I think if you get the fundamentals down, that helps kids think faster and quicker. And sure. not, not like you're sidestepping or finding a way to cheat on how to get your no, answers. No, yeah. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of fundamentals of basic things that we're not showing 
you know, some of the kids, and I include my own, even in their 20s right now, that to Mateo's point, like, uh, you know, finances, we talked a little bit about this in our last podcast and yeah. how, how we're not teaching necessarily how to, you know, whether it's balance your, your checkbook or how to budget yourself and how to, you know, allocate, you know, the needs and the wants in life and stuff like that. And I guess that comes with time, but from the educational process, you know, it's there's there's some things that probably need to change. Yeah. There's got to be a new hybrid that's got to come and play because the world once you get out of school is going to be a little bit different than what you learn in a book. There's a big a slap book. in the face. Well, there there's should also be smart, maybe book a, smart. there should be an etiquette class too. You ever hold the door open for a female there or a male? Go. Nobody that's says shit. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. oh, general time. respect class. How about that? that? Hard there knocks. What? That's it's true though. No, chivalry has died. Drives me nuts. It's just you don't you don't respect yourself. So why would I respect? How about this? Yeah, have fundamentals, and then if someone draws an interest somewhere, then you can go ahead and take higher classes. Right, 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 yeah. right. You yeah. say, like, every day, good morning, and you'll just walk right by like you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Blows my yeah, mind. You hold the door. I, can, I can't talk. Right. I can't say nothing to you no more. That's it. Right. I, already, I know who you are. Right. It's done. We're done. You ever sometimes right hold the door yeah. open for somebody, and then, you know, they don't say nothing. You're like, you're welcome. Well, oh, I do it all Throw the time, and I, and I get pissed and when And then they look they still don't say nothing. Like, yeah, you owe me this. Well, it's like a woman was in an account, and they said, hey, how you doing? Good. You know what okay. I mean? Like, okay. You ain't all that fine now, girl. Come on now. I mean, I got, I talked to a dude on the phone today because uh, I had to call this guy to make an appointment to meet him. And I mean, you could just tell dry personalities when you talk to him. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't even have to be in person, right? So I'm like, hey, you know, uh, Ed, I says, this is so-and-so from so-and-so. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it's that uncomfortable bullshit, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. hey, how's your day going? Good. What can I do for you? Um, well, I just wanted to schedule an appointment, you know, and, uh, and I can already get the vibe from this guy that he's good. He's kind of a wet noodle. Right, so right, right. So we got to deal with it, man. Yeah, so it I just sucks. wanted to just call him up and give him a... Let's get it, dude. <laughs> we, we, we can, cut to, it, we can yeah. cut to the chase if that's if that's really what you want to do, but you don't have to do it in a rude rude manner. Well, right. Here's, here's exactly. the thing. Don't be in customer service. You're going to be a fucking wet noodle. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you can't have can't a personality. It, man. Be like you say, you'd be a Stugat. Yeah, Stugat. Right. Bojin. Hey, tell your sister. I appreciate your call. You know, just letting you know I'm a little busy. Is there a way we can, you know, figure this out? You know? Hey, she was 10 out of 5 Camon. So what do you say? <laughs> I love that guy, man. That's my she boy is, right uh, there, man. This stuff's bigger you than your sister. It's better than your sister last night. Yeah. 10 out of 5 Camon. like your mother. <laughs> Fucking guy's great. I got to find him. She oh, had a steak, the peppers, and the onions. <laughs> Take care, brush your hair. <laughs> that is not my saying. Snooky says, all I want to do is make babies. He's a total guido. <laughs> Whatever happened to that chick, man? Jeez. They were all on the other night. It was funny as hell, man. Oh, my gosh. Love it. Where are we at? You you just went, Mateo, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, Hollywood. Damn you. Damn you. Uh, I got um, making cell phones in your bill a lot more cheaper and convenient for yourself instead of paying these damn outrageous prices oh, yeah. for some of these f- cell phones. <laughs> That's it's good. ridiculous. It's crazy. I mean, what we pay for cell phones is just unreal. So it's over 500 bucks yeah, for, well, it's they for know that they can. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you're going to need it. Yep. It's a necessity. You don't need this it. Phone. It's a $1,000 phone. Okay. And does it drive? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does it pay my bills? Yeah. If I want it. Right. Does right. it pickle my mind? <laughs> yes, it does at times. Yeah. Does it... Uh, Show up at five minutes to the late hour of the night. <laughs> here you go, Philly. Where the fuck did I end up here? It's beautiful, airy, fluffy. Are you sitting me yeah. with that fucking crunch? Bang! 
Yeah, obviously. Gee, well, we had to Peter Lucas. No. Ogene blacked out severely last night. <laughs> oh, my God. God knows who I did. You know what yeah, I mean? H. Brown's McDonald's always be hitting. <laughs> Ogene, this inflation bullshit's gonna give me a stroke. I went over to the bodega. 275 for a fucking DC. You believe this shit? <laughs> DC is the diet code. <laughs> Bojine. Bojine. <laughs> That's my boy right there. That's my new guy. I like him better than boy. What's the guy on Barstool? What's it, Portnoy? Or? Oh, yeah, Dave Portnoy. Yeah, yeah, he's good, but this dude's taking the cake right now. Oh, man. yeah, he's the best. Love him, man. All right, B, what you got going, Hollywood? Um, so kind of, I said homeless. Homeless in the world. I would like to see, you know, there's a lot of homeless people that just got dealt a bad card, fell on tough times. I feel bad for homeless people. Um, you know, we leave places, and you know, it seems like some of these people are on almost a lot of corners lately. Yeah, I don't you know if you notice the homeless, it. they're yeah. out there. And some of these are professional homeless people. Don't oh, get yeah. me wrong. Look what they're wearing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've known these, you know, same characters to be in the same spots. I actually watched a dude at the front of a Walmart over on M59 over there on Hall Road. Mm -hmm. Guy holds a little dog. He's got himself like a you know a little fold up chair and a blanket. Oh, that's the guy that comes over on grass too. He he jumps different spots. Yeah, this dude, this guy's a pro, and like literally gets yeah. in a car when he's done collecting his money for the day. Because I seen him walking across a Culver's parking lot mm -hmm. with his you know fold up chair and a dog on a leash, and he gets in a freaking Malibu. I'm like, wait a minute, this dude can't be that broke. It's sad, but you, yeah, at the end of the day, you do it, you do it to yourself. You know, I mean, but I've been talking about these people, Mateo, that are hardcore, like out of luck, you know, fell yeah, upon hard times. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see some of the homeless people in the world get a break, you know. Like you, like you have no more family, <clears> you know, like nobody, nobody to surround you around this, you know, this excitement for life. You know, you're broke down. There's nothing yeah. else for you to do. But like on, on 11 and Gratiot, we have six different guys every different day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's crazy. You see it out here too. But they're like to your story, like families that, you know, House caught fire. Someone lost a job. Right. Somebody passed away. They just don't have the family to kind of help them out. Yeah, I feel I have a soft spot for those people too. But also, there's those people that you see all the time on a weekly basis. I remember this one time vividly. I was down. I went to a ball game at Comerica Park. Me and my ex girlfriend gave this guy. I think I gave him like five bucks. You know, and then on my way back out, this dude had like three malt liquors. You know, Damn, just man. chilling. You know, Damn, it's like, man. dude, come on. Hey, you know, and you got I don't know what his story was You yeah. know But it just It pissed me off in a way Because it's like man I know you You made some coin tonight Trying to Can't you try to build something You know what I mean you, Do you something with bad. that money the guy Drinking is, on you man All I got is a ten of guys going, so I, got, I got change <laughs> Drinking on, I'm gonna get on you man. It's your character It's your so character You're gonna hold that sign And say I don't have a job I need money Or you're gonna hold that sign And say hey You know to be honest with you I'm just trying to get a drink Yeah Right right I'm gonna say You know what here I'll have a drink with you But I guess at the end of the day you got to look at it. You gave from your heart. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And whatever you do, do it. Yeah, it's still a good deed. You know, your heart's in the right, right place. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's on them what they do with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You just got to watch out for them suckers. Yeah, but, God yeah. helps those who help themselves. Yeah. Right? They try to swiddle you, bud. Right. They, they got them chuckers, man. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to you, Mr. Philly. All right. Um, this one, I would change the pay scales for certain industries. You know, teachers, first responders, frontline nice. workers that, uh, you know, make businesses tick. I think uh, strong leadership is extremely important, but those with feet on the street are the foundation and uh, that those higher up stand on. And I think, you know, great businesses aren't really great businesses without people that are on the front lines doing all the Agreed. work. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, like, 
I'm not anything special. I just, I, I do what I do. I put my work in. I feel like I'm good at what I do, but it's like, I've been out there pandemic and everything else, man. Never ha- took time off. Right. We had to do what we had Absolutely. to do yeah. to keep the business afloat. Yeah. While all these other people are working from home. I think you got to take care of people like that. If you want to retain good employees and uh, keep your business afloat and staying strong. Bojean, didn't they give you incentives though? <laughs> didn't they give you uh, like some, some, extra? Do, some don't. They did give a little pay for a while, for but sure. I, I know for like a while, I think like you guys and I know like people that are working at Kroger, they're getting shift premiums, and I guess that's giving back in some well, somewhere, way. some weren't. So it really yeah. just I'm not saying my at, company you know, didn't do nothing. No, I'm right. saying, but like some some companies recognize that extra effort and all that extra yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Thank God yeah, for yeah, that. For sure. But there's a lot of people that like you mentioned, it. like teachers. They don't get paid very good money. Right, right, oh, right, they right. get the summer off, but they don't make Sad. shit. For and sure, they don't yeah, make I think, good I mean, money. Most of the time, a lot of teachers they really do love their job. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you think if there was like a more competitive pay, yeah. like okay, well, if I really get my students to get to this certain point then I'm going to get paid this much more. You would think that, you know, maybe the education system, touching back, would be a little bit better because now you have teachers that are striving to get these kids to a certain point, not only for just for them, but for themselves. Yeah, and I try to put it in perspective. Like, I emailed all my teachers regarding my son's grade just to try to stay in a loop, mm-hmm. um, you know, and only a couple got back to me, and I'm trying to be, like, really understanding. Like, they have so many kids throughout the day like, do they really want to answer all, can they answer all these emails? Is it even possible? I mean, you know, I credit kudos to those that do and that have gotten back to me, but there's some Did that you don't, ever think I mean, about sending a penile picture to one of those hot teachers? See what I don't think that'd be you good get for a business. quick reaction. <laughs> it might be best for business. <laughs> you you might get me into porn. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> you might get an erection. That's my. Get Dumb it. Your son's at the top of the list. They're like, oh my, check out that or purple get people pizza. <laughs> he might get a detention. I need your father to pick him up later. It's mighty brown and purple. He might have to persuade a couple of these hotty toddies. He's got quite the shop <laughs> but yeah like a job like, like teachers though Picture they, they the do a lot of after work work yeah you know so it's like okay like you said can they answer all these emails that's it that's an after work you know thing right there they're not necessarily getting paid the most it's just like anything so, else above and beyond people don't take into account the the emails you answer the phone calls you make you know uh when your your game plans for whatever it may your be paperwork. whether it's coaching whether it's work whether yeah. it's it could be right, anything right right you know, some companies and businesses don't even take any, that into consideration. Well, yeah, of course. So you're, you're absolutely right on Your time thing. matters. Yeah. It's, it's, it's your employee setting themselves up for success moving forward. A lot of higher-end people, and it's their company, they don't, they don't have to do that because you're doing it for them. Yeah. So. Absolutely. All right, Mateo, back to you. All right. Well, uh, something a little bit more uh, simpler. Again, I'm just going to say I would, I would change my occupation. Uh, that being said, you know, it's just anything that I desire, such as, you know, it could be, you know, something that I truly love, something other than what I'm doing. I don't mind it. It's it's, pay, it's paying my bills. It's, it's bringing in money. But to do something that you love out of pure happiness, money doesn't make happiness. But money can also change it and pay for the things that make you happy. So me personally, like one of my one of my things is I want to own a gym. Well, right now I'm nice. I'm not capable of doing that. So if I was to own that, how much more of a happier person would I be with with a different occupation? Well, you'd be so, more fulfilled. It'd be something you're passionate about. Money, you know. money, less money or more money, whatever. That'd be something that I would love doing, knowing yeah. that at the end of the day, it doesn't make me struggle for what I have to have. Just what kind, something what kind that of I would gym love. would that be? I mean, just I would, my overall look of what the gym Aerobics. would be. Aerobics. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>. Spin class. <laughs> <laughs> Yoga. 
My overall gym would be almost like, you know, something like an LA fitness, lifetime fitness, but in between. You know, where you're gonna get you're gonna get all your amenities, you know, you're gonna have your little uh, you know, turf field where you wanna do drills at, you're gonna have your cycling class, you know, your open Zuma class, whatever, your boxing bag, and you're gonna have everything there, but in between the lifetime and the LA fitness. And it'd take a while to get there, but yeah. yeah. I, I love that because I actually always wanted to own a sports complex. That's, yeah. that's yeah. a dream of mine too. So I feel that. Like I Joe feel like I can Dumars give so much to it. Sports complex, something like that. I'd have a ring, something bigger. I mean, it, well, because that's a little bit more basic. Like a that, boot that's camp tra- type training. Yeah. I think that that's that's where training's going now. Well, because the boot like, camp. Yeah, those are opening mm-hmm. up. Quite like the a Joe bit. Dumars, yeah. the Joe Dumars, you're, you're simplifying yourself strictly to like a basketball court. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know that that's just like that's basically saying this is what it's for i want something where you know you could do whatever you want mm-hmm. in the in the you know athlete world well that's mm-hmm. not for you that's for that's for others that uh pertain to that that that's what they like to do exactly so they I, don't want to lift the weights they want to do the basketball right i want to i want to i want to have this open for everybody because this is what i love you know sport and all you know anything you, you want to go in there and, and it's a little golf range whatever the case may be something yeah. small like that that's that's what you love. I want to do this because this is what I love. So seeing you come here to do something that you love, that that would bring more love to it. And being an athlete, I feel like I can give so much to it. Yeah. And I could teach, you know, others, you know, even something that I have, or may I, maybe not me, maybe somebody else. But to be able to have that opportunity is, you know, it's greater than what I'm doing now. Yeah. So. Well, good stuff. I think a lot of people will feel you on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Got a good I mean, more, more than just like, okay, I want to have a job where I'm making millions. Right, right, right. That, that's more yeah. of a, the love for the job, not the money. Well, I've got a good, I- sure. I've got a good idea for you. Maybe you open up a pickle factory. <laughs> 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 You're behind pickle, boy. Free shots of picklebacks on Thursdays. <laughs> yes. Hollywood, you're up. <laughs> Come on, Fritter Dab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Apple Snap. I'm going to say um, uh, definitely gas prices. To change the gas prices to be for everyone able to afford and stay consistent. Well, we were a couple of years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Just stay afloat. Do? I mean, stay afloat where it's, it's, you're not trying to break the bank. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it just up, down, up, down. Stay consistent. You know what I mean? I know things go up here and there, but, but gradually, slowly, not chunks at a time. Yeah, this uh, this almost five dollars shit is not not the move. And you know what I heard last night? The trucker said we're about ready to park this big rig. I can't afford the gas. And it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. What's gonna, that gonna happen? Here goes the economy again. Now the pandemic's gone, but we got gas pandemic now. Right. He goes. I can't feel the damn truck. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to park it. Yeah, it's like uh, like Uber and DoorDash. They're putting little gas premium incentives yes, for their yes, employees I, now, just because yep. things are so crazy. It's tough. Mm-hmm. I used to do some of that stuff on the side. I I, I wouldn't dare do it with my truck now. Oh. You know what I mean, just because it would be it'd be a wash basically. Right, right. Yeah, I, I mean it's that's where it's coming to. Yeah, you know. Yeah, good one. Yep. Yeah. B. Um, world peace. Awesome. I wish yeah, there was a way that we can, especially what's going on in Ukraine right now and all the crazy we're seeing in the world. Um, can't we all just get along? Can't we? Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. I need your boat. Or is it? Let's get it on. Oh, let's get. I just, oh. you know, it's sad. Less fighting, more falcon. Right. <laughs> 2022 to watch, and I ain't gonna stick on this subject longer than I have to. But you think about what we're seeing with our eyes right now. We're what's experiencing going on, and history. these poor people are being displaced. 
Their whole lives have changed. We're talking, they're all immigrants. They've lost their homes. They lost their city. Some have lost families. It's just stupid. I believe we're in World War III right now. I think this is just the start of it. I, I mean, that's what the experts are seeing. That's why this, you know, president of Ukraine is trying to beg European nations, he's trying to get Biden to protect our airspace. The minute we go there with our artillery and we put Americans in that flight space, it's World War III. Now you've just started World War III, basically. I got a question for you. That's why they won't do it. Your father, who's gone, bless his soul, what would he say right now? My dad called this. My dad actually knew this was going to happen. I swear to you. What would his opinion be right now if he's seen this shit going on? What would he say? Go in there? Um, go in there would create a world war, honestly, because you're going against a superpower like Russia, who's in bed with Russia is China. China's got a bigger armor than we do. So you start getting those crazy people together, and then all of a sudden you're getting, yeah, it's being fought over there, but, you know, this dude's got missiles that can reach us. <clears throat> and people don't realize that Alaska's not too far from Russia, if you look at a map. I mean, if yeah. you look at a map on a globe and spin Russia next right. to Alaska, you can actually What about see. those that think the world's flat? Well, those <laughs> so people need to keep smoking that crack You'd have to travel across. Yeah. But do we news. stand there and be hostage? Do we stand there and be hostage and allow these people to get slaughtered? You know, Hollywood, I Ooh, wish I, I knew the tough, answer, but man. to answer the question that what would my dad think? I think anybody that's either war uniform who fought in wars, who's old enough to see that this has happened somewhere in their lifetime. Uh, maybe some older people are still around to see, remember World War II. Um, I would think that these are we're living in scary times because the, the ammunition and the things that they have now, nuclear bombs and mm. things like that, that's scary. You understand that this is not like the old days. You know, they can build these bombs that can reach certain, you know, they can go far, you know, and um, it's it's hard to think that this is what we're going to have to experience and just to watch it on the news. And these poor people, they don't deserve it, you know, and to lose, you know, their families and their husbands have to stay behind. They have to leave. Who's to say, like, you know, if you had little babies still at home and you had to stay here, but your kids had to go somewhere else? I mean, would they ever see you again? That's you want to talk about a mental breakdown. You know, there's a lot going on right now. And I just would like to see. I mean, God, if there is a way. And um, I believe, in my opinion, I think Putin's going to this dude's, you know, he's probably going to get it. There's going to be an inside job for him, man. I think we got to take him out before he makes that move. And if he infiltrates into another country, let's say that I mean to cut you off, but you're asking like, so you got to think what's going on in Ukraine right now. Does he stop there? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he keeps on moving, keeps on going from. But he, he's snapping slowly. He's losing. Like, my thing is like, do you seen these women walk away from their kids yesterday and says, yeah, I'm going to back my husband. That mm. broke my heart. Yeah. These strong women saying, Putin, you are no good. I'm I'm coming to fight for my country. Women giving up their children, they love them, but they're fighting for that country because it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I got a picture I gotta show you guys related to Putin. He's a scumbag, dude. He is. He's a he's a piece of work and he he's is. God will deal with this man. And you're hitting all these places. Just, just like Saddam Hussein chemicaled his own people. We, we went and got him. We got, we, we got Bin Laden. What's wrong with this guy? I'm telling you, this Putin dude, he ain't going to last long. Somebody, his own people are going to eventually turn against him. I hope him. so. I hope There's one of those people are Right now, as of right now, Ukraine is, is, has the upper hand. Yeah, right I mean, now they're take, I mean, you're yeah. in your home territory. You obviously are defending, and it's hard to do a counterattack at the same time. But really, you, you're you're pointing out, you know, as many times as you can. They're taking out high it 
artillery, you know, vehicles. They're saying, uh, Mateo, upwards of over 10,000 Russian soldiers have been killed already. 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 And that's not even talking about the And he even lies about it. He even lies. Oh, he's a a freaking dictator, dude. No, no. That's that's not true. That's not the truth. He lies. He lies. What's this picture you want to show us, Philly? Oh, I'm about to pull it up later. Civilians. I killed civilian people. He's he's, a liar. He's he's a liar. If you watch it, but they had a uh, psychologist or a body language uh, person that was watching his antics, and they were breaking it down. On how he how he how talks, he fidgets and how he fidgets and stuff. He's he's convinced that he's he's the one that is is the person that's the victim. He thinks he's the victim, right? So the minute he starts talking about the United States and everything, <clears throat> his body language changes. He gets mad because he don't like the United States. You know all this shit with going back to the Bush presidency, the Obama presidency. You know, even with, uh, you know, Trump or anybody, he's he's a man with on a mission. He's he's had this master plan going on for a while, you know. So I think a lot of the stuff that's going on right now was brought. This has been a long time coming, you know, and uh, God only knows, man. But this world is it's different and it's scary because even younger guys like you don't. I mean, it could happen, you know, back in the Vietnam era, they were drafting young guys off the street. I mean, you could get a slip from the United States government and say, we need you, man, if yep. it gets to that point. You don't want that to happen, but uh, it could be a scary thing, man. So you got to be careful who we're playing ball with right now. But I think this dude's nuts. No well, question about it. That's why, you know, Trump gave him the fuck Watch around to yeah, find yeah, out. Yeah, see that? Shit, I love that. That's what I was dude. actually just going to go back he to. Pulled him in, right? He yeah. pulled them in, right? He pulled them in. He jerked them yeah. in. Yeah, he said, you yeah. know. That's a way you can me. intimidate a crazy man like that, right? Because what is Putin? Five foot eight? He ain't nobody. He just comes off like a tough well, no, guy. Just, but, beside, just besides the fact, let you know from leader to leader, you know, this is this is me. Yeah, real deal. This is where we're at. But on a lower scale, well, not a lower scale, more important scale, it affects us directly. I feel like that recession could be coming. And I had, oh, had someone in big business tell me that, dude, you better put some cash away and save your money. And I, you know, I'll be, I, I would be okay with that, knowing that we took care of business, because to see this onslaught and it's only gonna, if it gets worse. Yeah. This, this is, this is, us watching this, these children losing their life. The doctor had to go in there with his cell phone light on, so. They couldn't see that the building was lit up trying to take care of these kids. But here's the thing. Let me just play devil's advocate, not saying I agree one way or another. Mm -hmm. Everybody loved how Trump said he wanted to focus on us more here and not be the world police. So now what you're saying is you want us to go intervene to help save them, even though they're not part of... NATO. NATO. They're not. They were in negotiations, and that's why right. Russia decided to make that move now yeah. before it happened. And right. and that's why so many more, other other so countries. So there's that gray area. So now they can them. hold that against us. We go in there if it's not one of your allies per se. Now they're you, you shut the bed. Us. You cross the line. Now we have more artillery to go back at you. And that's why that's why so many of the the supportive countries actually have not even supported it in the way that they need to because they can't. I mean, right, they can. Right. Yeah. They can, but the perspective that you're trying to put out there is, okay, if they do, what's going to happen to them? Because, you know, Ukraine is not a part of NATO. And I, thought about, I, and I thought about that, too. Okay, it's not our war. I understand. It's what the media puts out there. It's being thrown in our face. Sure. But. It's the human being in you seeing these why kids would and you, families. Why, did, why was you, you so uh, encouraged about getting Saddam Hussein? Because you had oil? You had money invested with him? Yeah. You sat there with Osama bin Laden. We told him he was going to kill you. Mm. He told Bush that. Right. And they whispered in his ear and he was in that classroom. He was going to get him. Money. 
Yeah. Greed. A, a lot Greed. of it. A lot yeah. of it. Ukraine don't money. offer us nothing. So, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. But Ukraine offers Russia something. You got the Black Sea. You got the ports of call right there that they can ship and back, you know, back and forth through the uh, Black Sea. They have agricultural. Right. They have a lot of fields they could grow food and things like that in. Mm. So it's a bigger picture. So yeah, Russia sees awesome. this as something that they could benefit from and they could take it all over. And, and, that's, and, and that's what I said. I was like, do we have to sit back and watch this? And, and if that's the way it's supposed to be, and that's the way the program is set, like we got thousands of these people instead of millions of, of us United States people dying. Mm. This is what you, you have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Then take it off the TV. Stop yeah, pushing I mean, it all. You know what I mean? I mean, in the end of the story, bad. if it didn't yeah. benefit us, why would we even go public about it? Yes. There, there's some, it? It's all a system. And in the end, there's something that's going to come around our way. Has to be, yeah. Because what, what's the point of us even talking about it, stressing about it, worrying about it when it has nothing to do with us? You know, it, it, it sucks right. personally as a human being, as you were saying, just touching back, like even with the disease, there's nothing you can do about innocent people right, dying of right, a disease. Right. Well, there's no reason for innocent people to be dying because of a war that they did not pick. Yeah. You know, so there's something in the end for a lot of other people that that's why you know it's bothering them so much. There's there's something for right, right. for them to offer us. And then you're yeah. thinking like that this, we don't well, want to see that happen. If we're yeah. in a war, would they be coming in there backing us? Maybe not. Yeah. That's just America. You know what I mean? So I, valid yeah. point that you said, and, and I get that part. And I try yeah. to keep my mind where it's like, okay, don't wrap yourself so much into this because this is another country you know where does that line lay yeah yeah where's it lay there's reasons why yeah just just, that's why i said you know just seeing it from an outsider you can see kind of both sides yes you know what i mean so it's a very tough call because you make that decision man now you could definitely open up this entire can of worms but if he goes into poland is that where we take him out let let me ask you this i got i got a afghanistan friend of mine who's fought a few battles in Afghanistan, and it's Al from 24th Street Pizza. He's okay for me to call him right now, and he'll give you a hell of a perspective on what he thinks. He was special ops. Shout out to so Al. Let yeah, me, yeah. Let me, absolutely. Let me, absolutely. Let me, let me ring pizza. Al up real quick I'd like quick to hear here. that. Absolutely. And let's see what Al's got. Hey, Al, it's it's uh, it's Grandmaster Rear. You're on the fives of the week, man. How you doing, buddy? Hey, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm good, man. Hey, we got uh, we got uh, Hollywood, Mateo, and uh, Philly over here. Thank you again for your sponsorship at 24th Street Pizza. Thank you, brother. Absolutely. So, Al, thank you for your service as well, brother. Yes, I really appreciate you, man. I appreciate, I appreciate you. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Yep. But actually, those, it's those guys that passed away. Those are the guys that need to be thanked. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. To Everybody that. in part, though. So, um, hey, uh, Al, I got a question for you. So, we're talking about this Ukraine situation going on over there and all the uh, fighting, and we're trying to look for world peace. What do you think this whole war's over right now between Russia and um, Ukraine? What's your perspective? Because I know you're a pretty intelligent guy, and you always have some good input. So, no problem. The, the, the world runs on the petrodollar. That's basically why America is the wealthiest country in the world. Everything in the world that's getting traded oil-wise is by the dollar. So, Al's at Taco so, Bell, by the way. Yeah, that's what <laughs> so what's going on right now is, is you have a lot of countries who are you know, weak in power. They have a strong military force and a strong world presence, but they can't get to where they need to get to because of finances. You know, Everything runs on the dollar. Now, with the dollar being inflated because of all the, the things that have been happening— a lot of the countries don't want to run on the petrodollar no more. They'd like to break away. And the United States not drilling oil right now, and Ukraine having a pipeline that runs near it, 
because of Russia is going to cause turmoil. So you have NATO, NATO forces, they're trying to get Ukraine on their side. So what they do is they say, hey, Ukraine, you're not part of NATO yet, but we'd like to add you. So in the meanwhile, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you these weapons to self, you know, defend yourself. That's also called a proxy war. Okay. So what happens is you get NATO funding Ukraine to fight Russia. Mm. Vladimir Putin doesn't want anybody on his border. Would you like anybody on your next door you didn't like? No, no. So he has to make a, you know, he has to make a stance. He kind of got backed into a corner. This is all my opinion, of course. He got backed you... into a corner and he had no choice but to act. I think, um, is what he's doing the right thing? I, I don't think so. But he had no choice to act. Otherwise, Russia looks weak. Do you think we're uh, possibly looking at a world war? If, if the, you think the United States or any of these NATO countries would get involved? Militarily wise, I mean, like you have you have infrastructure in Ukraine that helps support NATO countries like power facilities, water facilities, telecommunications. Now, if you have any kind of instance in which any of those are interrupted, then you engage Article five of NATO, which means everyone goes to war. Do you feel that could happen now? Very possible. Yeah. Yeah. You have the Saudis on one side. They're they're no longer wanting to work with us. They're trying to veer away from the petrodollar. You have China in talk with with uh, Saudis right now about switching over to the yen. I mean, that would damage the United States, and then you damage the United States. Everybody's going to war. Now, I wanted to ask you about the gold standard and what your thoughts on that. Do you think that plays a role? I had a, I had someone tell me that that's you know possibly going to come into play here. If inflation gets out of control, they have no choice but to go back to the gold standard. But then you ask yourself, who has all the gold right now? I mean, everybody has reserves, but I mean, who has gold? Whoever has gold right now is king then. Right. Okay. Hey, Al. Yes, sir. This is Hollywood. Hey, uh, thank you guys for having me on the show. uh, No, we we appreciate you, you, brother. Um, You think it's our business as the United States to get intervene? Or stay or stay put. I mean, this is a very sensitive question between you and I. I lost a lot of brothers in arms, and, and not one of their lives was worth it. Okay. So Good perspective. Yes. I ask myself: Is is it worth it for me to go fight someone else's war? How does Ukraine threaten me? If I'm not mistaken, Ukraine was part of Russia for a pretty long time. Yeah. Very good perspective. Thank you, Al. Appreciate Absolutely. that, man. Thank you, right, for the opportunity. Yeah. Al, oh, I, I don't want your chalupa getting cold or anything, but in the future, Al, we're going to bring you back on this show, and it'll be definitely with more advanced notice. But uh, you know I think of you all the time when we start talking about war because you and I have had some pretty damn good in-depth conversations. And, again, thank you for your service, man. Thank you, brother. Absolutely. We appreciate Yo, you. Thank you, guys. It's an honor for having me on the show. All, All right, right, we'll yeah. talk to you soon. Al. Thanks, Al. You have a blessed week. Have a good show. You too. God, God bless, God. brother. So there you go. I mean, that was good. Just a small perspective from a guy. I mean, he gets into some deeper stuff. He's talking well, he's about. He's been there. He knows. He knows it's about a yeah. lot. It's about money. You were talking about money. Yes, he knows yes. deeper than what we're thinking. So sure. And see, that just gave me a better understanding on on things that I didn't know about the euro and, and this and, the, and all that. And yeah. yeah. I mean, he said about my brothers. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That last part he said there. It's Not, like, okay, any you know of us I mean? going to war. Yeah. Is it worth losing any of us right here? Yeah. 
That's what I'm that saying. Does. Like yes. when everyone's quick to like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. And that's just the humanity. And that's that's real life that's you know, real experience. Life right you know, real he's life. lost people that he loves and yes. stuff like that, and brothers that he fought next yes. to. So that's uh, it makes you think, man. Yeah, yeah I take that to heart. I, he's I really do. Super, super good man. Gives back. He's big part of the veterans and stuff like that. He had a birthday, and his uh, request was to give to wounded veterans. And that's what we need to do too. Get birthday cards like uh, fives of the week birthday card, yeah, like that. And, you know, yeah. send them out stuff like that for, but that that's that's awesome. Absolutely, yeah. man. He's got them on there, Yeah. yeah. Shout awesome. out to Al. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that was you, B, right? Yes, world, sir. World peace. Who's okay. Up? So, uh, one of mine is also uh, change some of the things I've done or said in the past to others, and change how I spent some of my time. Uh, we will always try to validate our decisions, and in the end, every loss is a lesson, and the accumulation of those mistakes makes us whom we are today. We have to choose to be better every day. Control what you can control, build on the good, and make changes for the betterment of yourself and others. And I try to live by that every day. Um, some days I fail, some days I prosper, you know what I mean? But um, you get back up. I think uh, if we all try to make those light little changes and, and build on the positives, I think we the world just becomes a better place, man. Yeah, you know, and I, I really, agree. really just try to do that on a daily basis. It's like the the new me, I guess you could say, you know, just trying to be a little bit no, better. No, it's a smarter. It's 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 a much wiser, not a new. It's always been in you. It's just coming out now, later in life. Yeah, and I think it comes with experience. You know, you go through all these things, and you mm-hmm. see where, like, when you're younger, you you uh, you don't prioritize like family as much. Now that we're getting older, we've all had these conversations where it's so important. You know, you lose people you love, and um, you, you see people getting older, and you're getting older. The, the beard keeps getting grayer and grayer. Damn man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, boy, oh, you <laughs> <He> just. <laughs> The older you get, the more pickle you get. It's easier it is to get pickle. I thought I was getting the pork out, but I won't get the pork chop. So, yeah, man, I just think that's super important, man. There's definitely, we all have not necessarily a bunch of regrets, but things we would definitely change and, and yeah. do better. And you just learn from those and, and don't make the same mistake multiple times. Good. I like it. But, uh, all right, last one. This is it, number five. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I'm, I think I would just change the uh, the credit system. You know, I feel like, you know, there's just a lot, a lot of things that could affect it. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, pressure when it comes to, you know, doing the right or the wrong thing. And credit does run the world right now no matter what it is. So um, I feel like it's so effective that when you first start off getting credit, you know, it took me a while to even try to get credit. Yeah. Even with me working, I've always worked, you know, since I was 16 years old and able to have a job. But to be able to get credit, it's like you want me to go through all these different loops to get, you know, just the slightest bit. And even if I get the slightest bit, if I make one one little thing, you know, such as like trying to get credit, yeah. that, could be a, that could be an effectiveness on your, on your credit score. It's like a I'm, I, I don't even have it yet. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't go and you know I didn't go and you know spend this amount of money and not pay it back. I was trying to get credit. Sure. And me doing that, that's a hard inquiry on on your credit. And it's like I had it took a it took a while for me to build credit, and I'm not at the point where I want to be. I'm definitely you know in a better position, but you know credit itself, it, there's too many effectiveness things that can happen to it. You know, just even for somebody that's trying to get it or even better, if if I'm making on time payments. There should be a way that it, it it's going a lot smoother than it is. So credit is like a very hard thing. <laughs> I dude. agree, like, bro. It really is. I credit. agree. It took me years. A lot of things. It's, on it's hard. What I learned, Mateo, to get like uh, people shoot for like the 720, 740 score. Uh-huh. That's top credit, right? 
to get a 740 or 800 credit score means you have had to pay back $100,000 worth of debt yeah. on time to earn that credit of, score. A lot of cash. That's how I talked to uh, Andy, who was a financial guy. Yep. Uh, he and I had a conversation on Sunday night about that. Uh, Big Fish posted something on Facebook about credit cards. Yes, yes. And yep. there's a few of us, you know, popping off on some posts on that. Yeah. And uh, Just out of life experience. You know, so... Yeah. Andy called me up and we started shooting a breeze on it and he used to borrow money. You know, he's like, you know, people don't realize to get, you know, a 750, 800 credit score is earned over at least a minimum of $100,000 in debt paid back with on-time payments. Yeah, yeah. So to get that point, so to your, it takes time, bro. You might be at five, six right now and you're chipping away, chipping away. What is credit for? Big purchases. Yeah. You're going to go buy a home. That's when you need credit because you probably sure in the hell ain't got 200 grand in the bank right now, but you're going to need to borrow from somebody. Look at that credit's getting you where you need to go, Remember right? Remember that story I told last week? That's you know, right. Pop's getting signing off on the car and mm-hmm. I was... 19, 20. It took about about 15 years to almost get to that 800 mark. Yeah. Starting from almost no credit. Yeah. That long a time. So you just keep building. Try not to have slip ups, man. You know. And my payment is 100. percent 100 payment history. That's the biggest part of it. Utility companies also can screw your credit up. Oh yeah. If you miss your DTE payment or your, uh, you know, whatever, whatever your gas company is. You miss that payment, they, they count that against you because they look at utilities as a needed necessity. Well, yeah, and I mean, how are you paying that monthly? Mi- so. Missing a payment in general. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You, you obviously <laughs> don't. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I'm going to skip this one. I paid double on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I understand that, that if, if you miss what pay happened? on, on what something, happened? then it's going to affect your credit. I, I, I definitely get that. But, um, you know, as far as, like, you know, the credit given out, you know, it, should, it shouldn't go just, you know, based off of one thing you know your finances, your finances and, and your and your income you should only be able to get that i get it okay but also you know what if i did pay for the last five years credit on time you're only gonna allow me to get this <laughs> yeah. you know so it's like it just i don't know how about thank you I, for that would you would you like a cmb card i've got my own credit card <laughs> cash money brother card <laughs> Twenty-one <laughs> percent. I like that though. I really do because I think that will help uh, propel people in life yeah. quicker. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> What's I, important I about what you said? Honest to God, my daughter and I have their same ages as your son. God bless them. My daughters talk about this all the time. Dad, how can I get more credit? What if I wanted this and I wanted that? And she, it's good that she comes. You know, yeah. you know, they come to your parents or my dad did the same thing he did for this young man, helped him out, and I helped my kids the same way. Right. But dude, it comes with time. You're you're how old are you? Twenty three. You're a young cat, man. You're just building right now. You building. You're gonna get it, man. It'll come in time. But make them payments, dog. That's it. Yeah, you'll be all right. So who's up? Power. It's, it's Hollywood. You, you'll get it, dude. Yeah. Don't you worry about that. Hollywood, what you got? By the way, that bracelet's looking solid, dude. Is that real gold? This one, yeah. Damn, dude. I almost lost that other one, man. On the Between them rings and all the shit Telling you wear, you, the scarves, this dude is one classy guy. You know how classy your, your pops is? He steps out of the shower to take a piss. That's how classy he is. <laughs> Ain't no lie, man. <laughs> that was too far away. Oh yeah, where's that? Uh, I think where's Philly? I think what does Mattel? You can go ahead and take oh, a run, man. Go okay. ahead, brother. I got on my fifth one, my final one. I believe that uh, any former ex or wife or man or woman 
shouldn't get any of your shit. <laughs> this sounds like a, this sounds work, like a, a very wounded man if right you here. Work, you work for something, okay, that you work for. You earned it. Yeah, your pension, your, your retirement I know. Money. I know women that have gotten taken. I mean, literally, my ex-husband went after my, this, and he's went after that. I'm like, are you kidding me? She's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my wife is in a situation with a friend at work right now. Her husband's call it a deadbeat husband, mm -hmm. doesn't work, stays at home, don't want to go get a job. She's the breadwinner, and she's afraid to get the big D because automatically, by law, he's going to get half of it. Because I've been working my whole that's life. Wild, that's a whole lot of relationships. I've been putting away my retirement yeah, money for this. It should never be come down to that. POS to get it. Yep. So she's dev devastated, <clears throat> but there's no way around that. I mean, Maybe, I believe you know, that if, if, as long as you took care of your kids, what you have, whose job is it? Yours? You get that. Wasn't your job. Like, if that's your job, I don't want to know that your job. That's not mine. Yeah. You work for that. I don't work for that. Yeah. That's your vacation check. Mm -hmm. And however you do it, that's where I believe it should change. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because it shouldn't be, you know, like I said, there, there's women that go through it along with men that have been taken for, you know, these guys go, let me give this uh, um, cougar, you know, she's got money. Mm -hmm. Let me get in for a little bit. And the next thing you know, he's like, oh, I'm not going nowhere. I'm getting half of what you got. Mm. There's people oh. that play that game, man. It's sad. Oh, it's horrible. It shouldn't yeah. happen. Yeah. That's it should one. not happen, Putin. shouldn't yeah. happen. Damn, yeah. Good one, though. Master so, B. Master B. Then we wrap it up with, you already did your number five, Phil? No, I did. I'm last to go. Okay, here we go. So uh, the last one I wrote down was just get back to simple again. You know, you think back to a day um, in my younger years, and then you think back in our parents' day, things were so simplified. Mm -hmm. No cell phones, no internet. I get it. It's part of who we are now. It makes life easier. Mm -hmm. But, man, we need to step back a little bit and just kind of slow down. Don't my you phone's feel, at home. I don't have it on don't, me. I noticed that. I Your mean, mind you was normally, pickled. Yeah, and are are you missing it at all? Wasn't no, by I choice, bro. Oh, come on, man. That's two weeks in a row, man. Come on, man. I think he's struggling. Wow. You might have to play that uh, that one Joe Namath. Give me a kiss, baby. He <laughs> <laughs> might need that, That's all Philly's new. Uh, give me a Philly, kiss, baby. Got a 12 out the way and everything. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. He's struggling. Anyways, row, I would but. like to go back to simple. Honest to God, I think that uh, between social media and the fast-paced world we live in, man, don't you just find, like, you know, we go back to that up-north retreat vacation. It's a break. Week. It's a break. Dude, you get away from it all, and you got no, like, no frills and thrills around you, and it's just you and a group of guys yeah, sitting around a campfire, having a couple beers or whatever. Uh, you know, and fish is on or a few edibles, whatever we have to do. I mean, just right, to right. kind of just, you know, pump the brakes, yeah. man. I told Mateo that's, on that's the way here, I said, Mateo, I don't have my phone or my apple. Yeah. And he said, oh, man. There is a bike left in that I got, apple. I got Can your back. It? One more. And I said, like I said, I'm not going back to get it. Yeah. It feels good not having it. Holly, could we get one more bite of the apple? Because we're closing on the show here soon. Oh, that's <laughs> but yeah, no, that, I mean, that's an escape though, you know. But being able to go back to you know doing all those things and not having to worry about everything that we have to worry about, so phones, internet, you know, the the war, not having to worry about any of that, and being able to go and do your escape route things, such as you know going up north or Sophia. even a vacation anywhere. That that's what we need to get back to. And we were yeah. talking about that today on the way here yeah. about Just, going. That's what I mean. Yeah. Just Pump the brakes. Very Let's good. slow down a little bit, man. We're moving too fast. But I'll tell you what. You see how 
we transform something tonight, get nail on the phone, that makes that's gonna make me sleep better at night now. Yeah. I get a better perspective from a guy that's been in there that knows. Yeah, that's good stuff. Dude, he's well, a, he's, I can't tell he's him. He's a beast, man. I can't tell him. Something. What can I tell this guy? He's been there. He knows right. my brothers, man. Uh-uh. Yeah. I trust, in I trust in you. Yeah. Uh, I Al's been rocking you. with us for a long time, so we really appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah, really good stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so that was my last one. It's on to you, Mr. Philly. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of along the same boat as you, but, uh, you know, peace and harmony, you know, uh, Peace in, in, in ebb and flow in operations, in business, and in, in life in general. Just want people to have more happiness and less, you know. And we can spread it. Less downfalls. Yeah. And it's infectious, yeah. I think when you're when you're happy and you're positive, I think that stuff spreads. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as opposed to so as opposed to negativity, because I think that can as well. But um, I think if we're more upbeat and positive, I think that could do well for everybody. Always everybody in the world. Always teach them. You want all, song, all songs to stay in tune. Yeah, you know, don't you feel like just... when you're around somebody with good energy, you know, you ain't got to be the smartest, you ain't got to be the prettiest, but if you bring good en- energy and you're a good person, man, that just makes you feel good. You want to be around that person. Yeah, I mean, it brings, you, it brings you to today, you know, good weather, good, you know, you see the sun out and you see other people, they're smiling, they're having fun, they're excited yeah. to be outside. That makes you be like, okay, well, I, you know, I, I want to be outside. I want right. to be enjoying myself. I want to be having fun. You know, that's just good energy spreading around from one person to the next. Yeah. yeah. That'd be good energy. You picking up a dog shit. I already did that. Very good. So <laughs> it'd be good energy you picking up a dog shit. Oh wait, that sounds like someone has some chores to do. <laughs> well, that that wraps it up. It is now time for the Who Said It, baby. Ooh, here we go. Great, great wow. fives of the weeks, man. So let's uh, let's let's get into it, man. It's uh, the next segment. Hey everyone, just want to take a quick pause in the action and tell you about TGI Graphics. It's a family-owned business since 2007, servicing the Metro Detroit area. We specialize in sports and graduation banners and also yard signs. We've helped schools, youth sports leagues, and booster clubs fulfill senior wishes and memorable projects. Please reach out to Fives of the Week podcast at gmail.com to learn more. Now let's get back to the show. Yes, sir. All right, now it's time for the Who Said It? All right, so I got the people who are crazy enough to think they they can change the world are the ones who do. All right, timer's on. We got two minutes. We could Google after. Hey, Hollywood, could I borrow your phone? The people um, who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. One hint. Um, he's an entrepreneur. Elon Musk. Gary no. V. Vanderchuk. Malone. No, sir. Vanderchuk. No. no. Um, Tyson. No, no sir. He, who the fuck is below, bud? He's a big, he's a, he's below, big, uh, He owns that bridge. Uh, he's, right. Matty he, he's dead. Bezos. 
Nope, he's no longer alive. Mm. Dead. Okay. Entrepreneur. Um, yep. Okay, we gotta have another hint. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. He's dead. He's no oh, longer alive. That Steen uh, guy. That uh, well, dead and not alive. Same thing. That Steen guy. That man's pickle. He's a <laughs> co-founder of a big company. Mm. Uh, not not that Carmel's guy. He's still alive, right? No, yeah. I think you were saying Bezos okay. or something. No. What industry? Is it automotive? Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's actually a list of things, you know, so there's a lot of big things. It's a big company. Okay, you know, we got it or not, 45 bigger, bigger than you may think. Big company. Can I, can I have the quote one more Farm, time? It's got to be pharmaceutical. Uh, people who think they are uh, crazy enough to change the world are the ones who do. I'm trying to think of big business. And he's gone. He's passed away. Yes. Yep. Co-founder of the business. Um, you know, he's also, you know, been a creator. He's a creative innovator, I guess you could say as well. My damn mind's pickled. Mm. My mind's pickled, boy. One more hint. I mean, he was a creative innovator. As How old is he? Where are we he at here, Kelly? How, many, he how much time around we have? Ages of sixty or seventy. Fifteen seconds. Damn, man. You're seventy years old. Pickled my mind with the. Yeah, you know, okay, descriptive. He had, you know, glasses. I guess anybody could fall. Albert, <laughs> Albert Einstein. No. That's um, it. That's it. That's it. Steve Jobs. Uh, wow. Founder of Apple. I was close when I said kind of brought his Apple phone. He's got yeah, an Apple. Well, well close Apple don't count. I was going to say, well, I said it's, it's a very big company. <laughs> bigger than you know. I was going to say it's related to one of us, but. Bullshit. Yeah. Good wow. job, Mateo. I figured, you know, the whole change of the world thing kind of fell in with the category as well. He stopped the snatch. The dude comes around freaking once every five weeks and Stumped look what he does. He just fucking... Every just, time. Yeah, you still got some of that apple. That's, that's a good one. So it was Steve Jobs. Very good, man. Yep. So, um, good one. All right, well. boys. It's now time for the Philly Fives. All right. All right. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. Dance floor pro, I know, you know, I go psycho when my new joint hit. Just can't sit, gotta get jiggy with it. That's it, now honey, honey, come ride. DKNY, all up in my eyes. You got a rider, bag with a lot of stuff in it. Give it to your friend, let's spin. Everybody looking at me, glancing a kid. Wishing they was dancing a jig here with this handsome kid. Sick a cigar right from Cuba Cuba. I just bite it, it's for the look, I don't light it. It'll wait the ammo on the hands, they all play. Give it up, jiggy, make it feel like four play. Yo, my car. Oh, we had to give you a nice big intro, Brad. Oh, it's my boy Will Smell. <laughs> Today, Junior! Don't slow me down. It's my segment, you pricky. All right, here we go. You can only pick one item from each, okay? For the rest of your life, it's all you can get from these locations. McDonald's, what's it going to be? French fries. Limited menu item, spicy McChicken. Mm. Uh, chicken snack wrap. Right. Crispy. I'm going What's with, good about it? I'm going with the Coke. Oh. oh. Got to have that hangover they, they, cure. The best. They yes. have calibrated cure. that Coke. After a night of drinking. Wow. It just, it's different. It feels good, man. Right. Spicy is. chicken sandwich. Would you say the wrap? Them chicken snack wrap. Snack wrap and Coca-Cola. All right. All right, Wendy's. Oh, we get to go. We're moving on to the nice fast food. Hmm. Uh, famous Dave's Double. 
I don't eat fast food though. <laughs> Not right now, but you did, my man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say the uh, frosty. Oh, that's a good one. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. What flavor? Chocolate. I'm gonna go with the uh, Asiago chicken sandwich. Oh, I've never had good. it too. Is Very it, good. Good? good. They ain't nothing wrong with that chili now. Right now. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right, Taco Bell. I did the spicy nuggets. Oh, okay, oh yeah, yeah, cool. Yep. All right, Taco All right, Bell. Taco Bell. <sighs> Remember, it's the only item you can get there for good. Oh, wow. It's a lot. <laughs> okay, I was like, I do, do I go on crunch wrap? Do I go cinnamon rolls? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go crunchy tacos. Yeah? Yep. Mm, Original? Bitch, man, come on, man. You can make those at home. Right. He's a taco so bell. You didn't say about making them at home. You give them the shosh. Burrito Supreme, then. No, but I'm saying, like, that's the only thing you can get from there. Burrito Supreme. You can make okay. burrito Supreme from home. All day. Burrito Supreme. Oh, not like that. That burrito like Supreme. Mmm. Mm. You know, to get from Taco Bell, one thing, I'd say Chalupa. Chalupa Supreme. I'm going uh, Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Yeah, chicken, chicken, cheesy oh, that gordita is good. crunch. That is good. So good. But you can make that home, too. You don't get much more ration than a crunchy taco now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> GMB, what you got, bud? What's the... <laughs> What's the taco, taco one that has a Dorito Locos? Is that Dorito the one? Locos taco. Yeah, that's that one, but a Supreme. Gotta have. Yeah, yeah that's it. All right, KFC. Famous bowl. Without a doubt, you get a little bit of everything. Gravy, potatoes, corn, chicken. I'm getting that family feast, but... <laughs> For what, man? I get that family feast, man. No, that's like multiple items. This motherfucker's back at this drive-thru again. You believe that shit? That's the second time today. I want, I want. Come on. Oh, come on. You're walking in, but you're shitting your pants later, Cletus. I want, uh, I want crunchy and original. You <laughs> only have one, but. Crunchy on the sheets. Yeah. <laughs> wipe your ass. <laughs> Crunchy. Oh. Okay. I'm going to get the Nashville Hot Tenders. You ever had them? No, they're good? Oh, yeah, they're yeah. good. Okay. They're very good. A this is going to surprise you guys. Good. It's oh. not even chicken. I'm going with the mashed potatoes, man. Oh, oh, mashed potatoes. oh have you ever had, hey, yeah. have you ever had Popeye's mashed potatoes? Cajun gravy? No. Um, here's no. the thing. Here's where you're messed up. As you said, mashed potatoes doesn't come with the gravy. Ah, oh, come on, man. That's a staple. Oh, that's good. No, oh. famous bowl comes with everything all in it. That's why I got it. Duh, Let's get it, dude. That's yeah, money, dude. I'm going with the crispy then. He's <laughs> changing his mind. He's changing his stumpy. mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Arby's. Ooh. This is still part of the first one, God. so I'm just yeah. going. Oh, out. holy shit! Wow, <laughs> you're getting me hungry, dude. Uh, Arby's. I'm getting you know, the classic roast beef. Roast beef cheddar. and cheddar. That's where I'm. I'm not, I'm not even gonna go with the sandwich. I'm gonna go with uh, the jalapeno poppers. They're actually very good. Mmm. Some I don't know the way they make them, and they're like. Pretty decent size. Surprised size you didn't go thumb. with the Black Forest ham. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be rye bread. We know way too much about fast food. Um, we're veterans. I'm going to take the Arby's bacon uh, cheddar. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Oh. <laughs> mm. All right, last one is Burger King. Uh, you got to go with the original Whopper. I'm with you. Double Whopper cut in half. Ah, with, with or without cheese. It's extra. Yeah. You know? 
I just do it without. Wow, man. Yeah. Are you allowed Did to add extras on? Oh, yeah, no. yeah, it's one burger. Well, you can yeah. have this one on it. So I'm going to go the original chicken sandwich, cheese on it, cut in half with onion. Well, onion. <laughs> and bacon. Hello. Bieber what a nasty yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, the bacon doesn't come on it. It's an item itself. I just asked if I could put it on there. No, that's just like his mashed it. potatoes with gravy. Hey, gunache. I'm going with the original Whopper. It's 10 out of 5 marrons. Marrons. Ask your sister how she don't. I want a Whopper. What a nasty question. I want that one big round thing. I think it's a freaking Whopper. I'm going with the double Whopper, eh? Hey. How you doing? Yeah, I'll do it. Double Whopper, but I got to have cheese on my Whopper. Have they ever had the triple Whopper? Have they ever had the triple Whopper? Have they ever, they ever had a triple Whopper? I never did the triple. That's a lot of meat. No, I'm asking, have they ever had a triple Whopper? Uh, I'm, sure, they I'm sure they've dabbled in it. Yeah. I, Wait, I, I can't the, recall. The, has anybody really ever ate a triple Whopper? I mean, well, that's, well, that's what we're, we're, we don't know if they've yeah, ever I'm actually not sure I'm thinking had. you can make one. Like right now, uh, McDonald's has this like uh, air, what do they call it? Air, sea, and land or something oh, where you can yeah, create. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's great. But, but yeah, then air, again, sea, land. I love Arby's. Yes, I was told you have the meats. So- <laughs> <laughs> that's those beef flaps there. <laughs> so what would you have from BK? I'm doing a Whopper with cheese, the original, yeah, man. Whopper. I'm doing Cutting the double. Yes, doing double. I was told Cutting you have the meats. Oh, yeah. so- the meats. <laughs> For some reason, that 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 dressing they have on there with the ketchup and the mayo, it just yeah, it's a good combination. Mixed, it's that mixed. creamy mayonnaise. Oh yeah, I had to have a burger. Blend. You know what I mean? I had that one. So yeah. all right, number two, if you could pick one smell. In the world, and you will smell like that for the rest of your life. What would it be? <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> like I'd rather smell like ass. <laughs> Wait, let me smell my Here we go. <laughs> Drop board in effect. One smell. One smell, and that's what we have to stick with, huh? Oh, boy. I'm going with Perriella's Red, but motherfucker's bad. I I have to admit, that is good. (sighs) Going with it. Uh, Smell, man. That's. I probably go with, if we're talking summer days, classic. Classic. Nautica Voyage. All right. It's on the cheap brand, but it's always been a classic. Always. Clean. What you going with, GMB Fatouche? <laughs> <laughs> going with shawarma, bro. Uh, the smell. Man, I like them. The smell of rain on a spring day. On You know, the smell of rain. Yeah. You know, when it's yeah. rain. That's outside. what you want to smell like? Oh, I want to smell like no. Right. Is it just any like, smell? Should, should I repeat it for smell? him, Mateo? Should I repeat it for him? Uh, yes. Go ahead. If you could pick one <laughs> <laughs> smell in the world, and you will smell like that for the rest of your life, what would it be? Man, I go for that. Look at Telway, but I think I think he said he wants to smell like a raindrop. <laughs> I don't know what's the cologne I gave to you, the uh, Sauvage. That's a good that's one. A good yeah, smelling that's a good smelling cologne. Yeah. I want to smell like Tucci. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's Tucci? Tucci. Fuch. I want to smell like the food. You want to smell, smell like Fauci? Mm. <laughs> let, let me smell my finger. Mm. <laughs> I want to smell like the Kumar. Hey, Cajon. The Gabagool. The Bourgier. I want to smell like a big hero, you know, with the extra Gabagool on it, man. It does smell like the Snapper. How you doing? <laughs> I want to smell like Red Snapper. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, number three. Oh, my goodness. What celebrity can you absolutely not stand? Non-athlete, celebrity. <clears throat> Easy for me. Oh, my God. Just James, don't hate me, but I'm not a Kanye West fan at Ooh. all. At all. Nothing about the guy. Like, from his twisted face that's always looking pissed off to his stupidity. I, I know it's a mental thing with this guy, but I didn't like him from day one, and I still don't like him. Fair enough. That's a hard one. It is. <laughs> it is. It really is. Who you just, you don't like a celebrity? You just can't stand them. Ellen <laughs> That was easier for the Donald. <laughs> we got Mattel. <laughs> but the. Uh, right, right, Let's right. go! <laughs> I don't know. I don't, that's that's a hard one. It is a hard I one. I got one. Suge Knight. Okay. Joe Biden. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Can't stand him. That's my this opinion. is hard for me. I'm having trouble even thinking <laughs> of one. Um, man. I know there's like annoying, annoying people. But I can't even think of it. I guess if I just can't stand it, it's probably Stephen A. Smith. Oh, God. Drives me that nuts. guy yeah. is always mad. Or he's you just like, imagine he's him playing in the background. Like, I respect him for his work and what he does, but man, I just I don't know. He annoys the shit out of me every time I watch yeah. you know, he, he, the morning he, what's, show. What's he's always saying, "You don't understand." You what? just don't understand. I really don't understand how you can compare LeBron to Jordan. <laughs> I really just don't understand. <laughs> the guy's almost giving himself a stroke sitting in the chair oh, doing his pathetic. commentary. Man, he's so crazy. Dan Olofsky, can you please tell me how you ran out of the back of the end zone? Please understand. I just can't understand. <laughs> All right. What's the movie that you've seen the most times? Either uh, Step Brothers or Hangover, the first one. Yeah. Mm. I don't know which one. I know way back in the day, me and my older brother, we used to recite Hangover like word for word the entire movie. I'm going to say, for me, Caddyshack. I've seen that movie so Classic. many times. I think it's funny. Hollywood? I'm going to say Godfather and Scarface. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. They're probably neck and neck. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say Goodfellas. I know I've seen that a million times. Yeah, and Casino, them, them four probably, but I'm going to say Godfather and Scarface. All right, very good. Good movies. All right. What's an unspoken rule that annoys you when people don't know about it? An example. Like... Not to speak in the movie theater while the shit's going on. Or have your phone on in the movie uh, theater. Things like that. You oh, know, just something oh I, that I have one. Yeah, it's people who have their speakerphone on having a conversation with somebody when you're in a restaurant. Mm. And the whole fucking restaurant's like got to listen to them. You know, I told him that night he was nothing but a bitch. And then you hear people talk. <laughs> and I know I'm going to get mine. And I'm like, motherfucker, turn your speakerphone off. And it doesn't even <laughs> be that. I'm cooking this. I burn my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nobody wants to hear that, you know. We wake I, I guess when it comes to like being on the phone, I just get so annoyed by it. Yeah, that my thing is like, nuts, is like the bro. most disrespectful thing is like being on the phone at, at like the register. Oh, you know, you're supposed to have that encounter it. with that person. You know, whether, it, man. you know, it doesn't have to be a conversation, but to be able to, you know, have that encounter, you know, that you're cashing out or you're, you know, at the grocery store, or whatever. Do not be on your phone because that's just disrespectful. Yeah, or, always or, make sure I put it down. Maybe, hang like, on, hang on, on a second. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, or what about the ones that are having conversations and they're talking like, you know, oh my god, you know, they're like talking like that and they like want everybody to look at them. Oh, I told yeah, you about yeah, this yeah, chick yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah, we were in Glen Arbor, hot looking. Girl, but she was making the scene, man. She was dressed in a white it's not even a sundress, no, and she was just holding her phone out like this. Oh, she had her God. little, you know, mm. chihuahua in her basket and everything. And I'm like, bitch, please. I mean, you know, I mean, nobody <laughs> wants to hear this shit. You know, I'm sitting there trying to eat my fucking, you know, Traverse City cherry ice cream, mate. Oh. Uh. <laughs> You know? What else you got there, Philly? I'm not done yet. Hold on. I got him with got I got him with the fucking uh the head headphones in, you know, the the talk headphones. And you're standing there talking to them in a conversation and they're looking at you. Yeah, I'm carrying on a conversation You're engaged with me And then you told me to hold the fuck on You're on the phone You know who I am I'm Hollywood Vandersnap That pisses me off I just wasted information I'm telling you You're going to point to your I'm not going to repeat myself I hate that When it comes to that And I'm talking to you I'm just done with you I got to go Yeah Yeah They got them earbuds in That annoys me This happens a lot at work Because when you're engaging In conversation with somebody important that you need you got like a time restriction someone just like totally just disregards you and just cuts it off like dude yeah. like my time's important too dude that's you right. know what i mean it's not like this where you know occasionally we talk over each other and we're getting pumped up but i'm point. saying like when you blatantly come in and crash our conversation right and totally throw it off base you mm-hmm. know what yep. i mean oh yeah Fucking B- business nuts. related business related a phone call comes in hey hang on i have to take this you know that, yeah, that's yeah, a respectful yeah. thing to do not just you got a guy like yeah. that at work yeah. you know what he does Hold on, guys. We're changing gears here for a minute. Right. No, Mike. No, no. <laughs> you hang that shit up, Mike, because we're getting this shit gears. done right now. Gears. Yeah, he's got gears, man. Guy. All right, uh, boys. Well, uh, we ain't done yet, so it's time for the lightning round. We, we, got, a, we got a lightning w. round. I can't believe we're already into the lightning round. That's I wasn't right. even ready and with you the know freaking... What? What? It what? is time to put the women and children to bed because this is 18 plus. We're about to make Grandmaster very uncomfortable. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? All right. What is the best song to make love to, past or present? Oh. Mm. Well, okay, what time? I mean, you're talking love? Yeah, sweet. Yeah, you know, grinding it out. <laughs> I don't know. I still feel like even like with a sweet. Tupac. <laughs> we ain't talking clapping cheeks down there. <laughs> I might. I, I think I might like that. Uh, like it's a still upbeat, slow song. Fabulous and uh, Tamia. I'm into you. Oh yeah, it's a great song. You know, that beat itself is it's still rap, but yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Usher, nice and slow. Nice. 
So that's a classic. Hey, how about that one? I'll close the door, take you over to my. Oh, Teddy Pendergrass. Yes, Teddy Pendergrass. Surprisingly, this one was easy for me. Yeah. Mm. Could you even keep up to that beat? <laughs> <laughs> You ever see it? That's a roll. Uh, I, like, I don't think so. It's not really a love song, guys. <laughs> no, I, um, you know, I'm an old school guy. Maybe like Luther Vandross or something like that. You know, uh, I like, man, that's some like, you know, slow R&B. I love it. Mm-hmm. Me and Hollywood are on the same page with some of the old school stuff. All right, number two. Who's one celebrity female that you would risk it all to be with? Sexually or in a relationship? Oh, God. Easy. I already know who he's going to pick. <laughs> J-Roll? Waiting. I'm waiting. You going for J-Roll? Is it my turn? Anybody. Somebody Hayek. Yeah, mm. I knew that's what you were going to say. Love her. Chalancos or no? Look, Chalancos, Chalancos. <laughs> I got a couple, but, you know, ever since I, I, was, I was younger, I always liked, like, Jennifer Anderson. Oh, yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, just natural yeah. person, natural. A girl next door type. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That Jayla was oh. my baby, but she had too many. Can't win with them. Jenny from, from around the block. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny from around How the block. How far is the block? We well, got Grandmaster B. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Come on. That, that's it. No, it's not. I'm, I'm going with Samala, whatever her name oh, is. Oh, my baby. I ain't talking Kamala. I'm talking Hayek. Whatever. Man, these dudes stays on Hollywood's dick. <laughs> you guys want more dick, She's man. 55 years old, too, man. Beautiful. She is so nice. But uh, I would have said J-Roll, J but no. Uh, vagine hang like sleeve of wizard. <laughs> what about you, Philly? I'm saying uh, this is kind of off the radar, but Sofia Vergara. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, she actually has wow. a very good that. perfume. Yeah, I Does love she? that that Latin accent she has. She, she, she seems crazy? like bubbly, a little crazy. Yeah. Oh, baby. You know, she's, oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say uh, <laughs> Chloe Kardashian. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not a wake up puppy. So, wake up puppy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three. Name a time where you've shat your pants. <laughs> Serious? <laughs> you shot at your pants? <laughs> this can't be your question. I'm not even. This one's off. I know when we're Hollywood winning. <laughs> Name the time when you sharted your pants. Let's get it, dude. <laughs> let's, get, let's get some wipes, dude. Show the fucking wet wipes out, man. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Philly, from the Fives of the Week. I just had to take a quick pause in the action to tell you about Aries Custom Creations. You gotta holler at our girl, Amber. She hooked us up with these sweet Fives of the Week hoodies to keep us warm this winter. She does everything. All your vinyl needs, apparel, signs, cups, decals, stickers. She does it all. Email her at AriesCustomCreations at gmail.com. Also on Facebook, Aries Custom Creations 20 Holler at our girl, Amber. Thank you for all you do. Appreciate the business. If oh, you, my goodness. If you had to best describe your chavants <laughs> to a woman, which of the following would you choose? <laughs> your chavants? Let's start with A. <laughs> For Master B, Vienna sausage. Snack <laughs> size. <laughs> 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 
B, a Slim Jim. C, a baked potato. Or D, a chode. <laughs> chode? None of those what was good. the first one? What's the first one? Vienna sausage. <laughs> oh, right now, Vienna for sure. But I'm going I'm baked potato, man. <laughs> it's not quite as long, but it's thinking about it. They call him the Campbell yeah, Soup Cat, man. Got that girth, got girth, motherfucker, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say, I'm gonna tell you what, you got like one of them uh, round, fat, red hots. Time to turn down the sheets. <laughs> Is that a red hot? Let's get it, dude. <laughs> They call me four by four. That's why they call you four by four. Well, you didn't think they called me Tinkerbell. Alright, we good? Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Alright, let's see if oh we can get God. an answer out of you guys. <laughs> if you had to send a cockpick to one of you, a uh, Schwanz pick <laughs> to a woman. Yes, I was you, told you have the meats. So. Yes. How would you best describe it? A, Vienna sausage, B, Slim Jim, C, baked potato, or D, chode? <laughs> What's a chode? Is that like a, like, I don't even know what a chode is, but it's like a four by two, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's good about it? <laughs> hey, what if you got like this? I got none of the above, man. I got that four by four. Damn. I'm gonna put cucumber, banana. Of course, that'd be the easy answer, right? But... <laughs> You ain't got that four by four. <laughs> yes. I'm like a uh, baked potato, man. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have to go with the baked potato. I'm a baked potato guy, man. I'm going to say baked potato, man. <laughs> with all the fixings. With all the fixings. Yes. <laughs> I was with Hollywood last night. He had all the fixings. Yes. Hey, man, I got four bats. How about you, buddy? I got four bats. I got shit for a cock. I don't think this will get away at the tournament, will it, guys? Shoot, mommy, bitch. I got some fucking animal in your 
don't trip over that when you walk in. Okay. Absolutely amazing. Oh, that's going to translate. Last one. All right, thank God. Have you eaten ass or have your ass eaten? What are you doing down there? Oh. <laughs> hey, two part question. Oh. Oh. I'm going yes and yes. <laughs> I couldn't care less about the team struggling. Oh, definitely struggling. Oh, man. Okay. Both. Go ahead, Hollywood. Yes or no? Yeah. Yes or no? I don't know about both. You ain't put oh. that list in the bias, man. You want to give me a kiss? A kiss, baby. Okay, we got to wrap it, man. We're good? Yeah, let's We're get good. it, man. We're good. All right, so here we go for you, Hollywood. Time to turn down the sheets. Here we go. That was great. Whisper. <laughs> good night. Oh. All right. Yeah, in honor of Scott Hall. Thank you, everybody. Episode 45. Remember to hit us at Fives of the Week podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and on TikTok. Love y'all. Be good. Yeah, peace. Thank you. Peace, peace everybody. Yeah, Thanks peace for listening. Yep.